2: What would you like the power to do? Mobile
0: banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE.
1: NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of The wrist Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G. Collection, or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because
0: they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number you can also
1: follow us on facebook and instagram mort's royce jewelry where you get the jewels and not
0: the shaft Good morning everybody, Stop Make Code. It's uh, Wednesday. Oh, all day. Right.
6: W S. Hey, we
0: got a new voice in the studio. Uh welcome John Weir. Hey everybody, how you doing? How you doing? Listen to this guy
1: with his radio with voice. With his radio voice. Man. I I gotta be honest with you, uh, this is the first time I've actually been kind of nervous getting on air in years. Oh why? Yeah. I, I, because Scott's got sunglasses. Because Scott is intimidating <laughs> with those aviators. I apologize. I don't know if I'm in a radio station or in a plane that's about to take off. Oh, or cool guy room. Big
6: bicycles. airplane.
5: Or, yeah, intimidating look, man. Yeah. Huh?
0: <laughs> it, you know, it is. It is weird. You know, we've been having people, you know, come in and out yeah. and you know try out for the for the you know another you know the, the, another position on the show. Sure. And it's weird coming into a situation. We've been together for you know eight years, and just. All right, John. Just come on in. Yeah, and just come do in some and radio.
1: Yeah, pretend like you have known us forever, and uh, you know, just
0: just come on, shoot on in. And do some shot. radio. It's yeah. gonna be great. It's fine. Act normal. Yeah. Yeah. Act normal. Well, that that would be incredibly boring. <laughs> uh, we talked on the phone yesterday, and you're uh, like, oh yeah, we used to work together back in uh, you know the old, the old days. days. Yeah. New ah. station. No. Yes. Uh, no. Yes, we did. No,
1: nobody <laughs> remembers me from those days, and it's good that they don't. I did. I did nothing. I was like a background producer answering phones on a, on a show. The only I think interaction you and I had was I was producing a morning show, and uh, you guys with your uh, former co-host uh, had your listeners flood our phone lines with uh, calls uh-huh. that made the host that I was working with very upset. Oh, which, that makes sense. Which made me
2: <laughs>
1: incredibly happy. Like I was, I was sense. dying because everybody was calling in and like farting into the phone. Yeah. I don't remember what it was, but it was <laughs> it was the greatest phone screening of my life. I don't it was so remember
0: great. that specifically, but it does make sense that we would do something like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was back in the day. You get yeah, away with that stuff. Yo, back in the day, the old, the old radio war days. Yeah. <laughs>
5: you,
1: but you know in. when
0: the when the morning shows used to fight.
1: Right, <laughs> putting your bumper sticker on the other guy's car. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. calling his wife. <laughs> Boy, I don't, I don't miss those days at all. No, I was, I was talking to somebody about the, the that, the other day that, you know, back when everybody was all aggro, everybody was very aggressive mm-hmm. and jockeying for position, and the cool thing to do was, what was to fight with other radio shows. Yeah,
5: everybody's trying to one up one another.
0: Yeah, I, I
1: had a guy at a station I worked at wanted to manufacture a fight between my show and his show. Oh, manufacturer fight. Yeah, he was because like, we actually got along, and he was like, "You know what we should do? We should start like a war between the shows." And it's like, "We're on the same station. <laughs>
0: like, why?" Oh, so so like afternoon show. Yeah, versus...
1: he was. I was the midday show, and he was the afternoon show. And I was like, "Why would we have a fight between?" Like, it's oh not- no, the listeners are going to love it. Yeah, the listeners are going to love it because then you'll you'll talk smack about me, and then I'll talk smack about you. And it's like, I don't I, I, I don't want to talk smack about you. I'm not a I'm not a mean person. Well, then
0: you can ask people to act. Yeah, like, let's act like we are enemies. Yeah, and when you try to get radical people to quote unquote act, never good, not good. Incredible. Well, incredible. The, the, the benefit
1: of that is I did hate him after that. So oh, that was, okay. So then, it, <laughs> as percent. soon as he proposed that, I was like, it's oh, surreal. now I do hate you.
0: No, uh, when, you, when you said yesterday, oh yeah, we used to, you know, we used to work together in the same building. I went, oh man, it's another, <laughs> another. I don't remember. Yeah, situation. No. It's cool. It's totally fine. <laughs> No, because these guys make fun of me because I don't know anybody. Yeah, you, um,
5: you get that. Well, I was really busy back then. Uh, you know, I mean. Well, if you work mornings, too, you don't see anybody,
1: right? I mean, you, you're here, like, during the morning. At least with, in my experience with mornings, I would finish my show, and there'd be, like, I'd go out, and it's like, it's 10 o'clock. Is
0: anybody here yet? Uh, yeah, you know. yeah. 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 I guess, I guess on this show, you know, we're the, we're the first people here.
1: Yeah. You know, we are yeah, you're first. not running into people in while well, you're going into the building.
0: No, because, yeah. I mean, there are you know, one... Two, three, four, four morning shows
5: mm-hmm. up and down the row. Randy and... and five.
0: Randy starts at seven.
5: Oh, oh, you mean at six, like right now.
0: Uh, uh, TMA starts at seven. Oh, yeah, seven. I so forgot. So one, two, three, four, five. Oh, yeah, so many lazy people
5: around five. here. <laughs> Don't start that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like, I'm just kidding. M- first volley <laughs> in the <laughs> um, radio he- morning radio yeah. wars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Live by kidding. moon this is where it starts. Not nice. Just kidding. No, but
0: we get in here, and you know, we're, we're turning on the lights.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. We
0: are turning on the lights here.
1: Well, the show I was on in Boston started at 5 o'clock in the morning. jeez. Oh, Eastern time, too. And I know that doesn't really make any difference. It shouldn't make any difference other than the fact that it's 5 o'clock in the morning. But Eastern time is so different than Central time. You want to watch something from the night before, then you have to talk about it the next day. You're not going to oh, sleep. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it, it, like, football doesn't start till 8.30. On uh, on a Sunday night there, or Monday night, or Thursday night, and then you have to talk about it the next day. You can't do it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, 6 o'clock, yeah. 6 o'clock is still friggin' early. Yeah. Oh, no. It's still early. Yeah. 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 My alarm clock goes off at 2.30. Yeah, you know, I, I hate West Coast guys.
5: That's a dentist's favorite time, in fact. 2.30. I'm not sure yeah.
0: if you knew that. 2.30. In the morning? Yeah. And the alarm <laughs> clock goes off at 2.30. Uh, I'll usually spend the first five minutes crying in the shower.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, go downstairs like a zombie. Yeah. I usually wake up by the time I hit uh, 270. <laughs> yeah, 40 to cool. 270. Look, and I'm, oh, my God, I'm awake. Holy cow. I am. And the only people <laughs> on the road are truckers and drunk people.
1: Uh, when I first started mornings, my mom would call me to make sure I was up every day. Like, every day. It was, it was so sweet. But she was so worried. She's like, I know you, buddy. Like, there's no way you're waking up at 4 or 3.30 Are you a, three are you a
5: multiple alarm guy?
1: Yeah. I, I do uh, every five minutes. And so then I'll be on my way to work almost getting in accidents because I have all of the alarms
0: still going off oh, as yeah. I'm driving yeah. in the car.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Is this what you always wanted to do? Radio?
1: Radio, yeah. 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 Maybe not mornings That's as much. Good. But no, I, it, it's, it's what you got to do, though. It's, I'm totally Like, fine why did that. you get into
0: it? Like, why did you get into radio? I'll, t- I'll oh, tell you man. why I did. Because I, I I loved music. Yeah. I loved music so much and I couldn't play it, but I could talk about it. So, back in
1: 2004, um, on a talk station here, they had that I used to listen to the afternoon show on. They had this thing called Talk Show Host Survivor. Mm-hmm. And I had heard like some of the clips they were playing and they were terrible. I was like, oh my God, I'm so much better than these people. And I was ranting to my girlfriend, who's not my wife, about it. And she's like, okay. Why don't you record yourself and send in the demo? And it's like, (laughs) I'm not going to deal with that kind of rejection. And uh, so her solution was to get me drunk. Uh Set me down because I I had some uh, musical inclination. So I had like some recording equipment. She sat me down and was like, just go on one of your stupid rants about whatever. And I like started ranting about Australia and koala bears and things like that. And uh, she hit record, hit stop. And I was like, you're not sending that in. Like they're gonna arrest me. Hmm. They're go- they're gonna send the FBI after me if you send that in. It's so bad. And uh, she walked to the mailbox the next day and mailed it in. And she sent it in. She huh? sent it in. And then they called me and had me come in and sit in and do the survivor talk show host thing, which mm-hmm. I won. Uh, Look at this guy. Yeah. And then they gave me a Winner. show. They
5: gave me a show called We Hate Australia.
1: We. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, I could only talk. About eucalyptus trees, <laughs> kangaroos, and sharknados. That's all I could get ah. to. Yeah, uh, they gave me a show and then uh, canceled it immediately. Like immediately, because I was 20 years old. Like I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, I'm 41. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, and so, I uh, I did that. Then I went back to school and then ended up being an intern at the same station that hired
0: mm-hmm. me. <laughs> so so you're you're a St. Louis guy.
1: Yeah yeah yeah. 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 Where'd you go to school? I went to Belleville East Township High School. So what does that mean about him?
5: That means he's not a St. Louis guy.
1: Yeah. I would actually oh. agree with
5: that. Oh, <laughs> no, so you're I not- mean, well, what are you going to say?
1: It's There is a serious disenfranchisement as soon as you go across the
5: river. Yeah, it yeah, really yeah. is. We're scared. Yeah. We're, we're, we're scared. Like, I, you know, for some reason, and it makes no sense, St. Louisans would rather go 40 minutes this way than 10 minutes this way. Yeah. But- once well, you cross over, you
6: go, whoa, Belleville rules. Why does someone want to deal with the passport thing? And all <laughs> yeah. It's
5: difficult. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. Like, I mean, you, you, got, a, you got a different license. You got to put the a canoe Louis in the water. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, there's, it's just, there's some like, kind of desolation that you're, you're going through, too. Like, as you're, you're going over there. Yeah, and yeah. Then there's it's, a gap. Yeah, right. And there's a lot of strip clubs. That's awesome. But then, like, when you, I worked in a rail yard uh, in Madison, Illinois for years too for like 4 uh, years by the racetrack. Belleville has its uh, own. Yeah. Belleville
5: uh, has its own pride though with that high school thing cuz we used to we used to practice over there uh, a singer in our, our band for a while was was from there. And I know that the west side and the east side, I forget which one is supposed to be better. Yeah. But they definitely have like a total judgment. Oh, you're from east.
1: Well, the secret is they both suck, but oh. the the truth is east is better. <laughs> uh, cuz I went to east. My wife actually
0: went to west. Pull up uh, Belleville East High School on okay. the Wikipedia. We're it, gonna see notable alumni. Because I
5: mean, if, if, <laughs> if we judge people eat. based on high school in St. Louis, they do the same thing in Belleville, for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My wife went to West. So it was like a Romeo and Juliet type of thing. Like we were supposed to knock
0: it along, but it, <laughs> yeah. See, my you know, wife and I as well. We I, you know, I same went to thing. Clarkstown south, and my wife went to Clarkstown north.
1: I think it was it was the rich side of things, and I think it was that hatred that kept things interesting.
5: Belleville uh, Belleville
0: East. East High School. Oh, nice little
1: Look campus. That. Looks
5: like yeah, a, it's
0: like it was
1: a, nice originally a, a college. Uh, community oh. College campus.
5: Oh, the Lancers, huh? Yeah. Or the or is it the Lances? Just it's a the Lancers. Lancer's. Lancer's. Hey, yeah. hi. A lot of Lancers. Pull up Lance. the uh, Wikipedia Lance. page. Lance. Um. Okay.
0: Well, because I want to see uh, what famous people graduated Whoa. from oh, Belleville. I have oh, West yes.
5: pulled up. Now this is impressive. Famous alumni. Let's notable
0: see. alumni. Belleville East.
5: Uh, yeah. let's see. Malcolm Hill, basketball player, class 2013.
0: Uh, oh, Chase Allen.
5: Okay. That's a sentence. Yeah. Uh, Matt Russell.
0: Not me. Well,
5: no. College football player.
0: Former mm. uh, Cubs pitcher, Randy Wells. Okay.
5: Wall of Fame. Uh, well, Matt Russell again.
1: Uh, Johnny didn't make it. I. You know what? If you go to famousbirthdays.com and search for Belleville, Illinois, I'm on
5: there. NFL player, <laughs> but it doesn't show his team or nothing. Nathan Hodell.
0: Never. Ah. Yeah. Well, maybe this... Uh, this appearance Mark on Kern. this show will push you over. Yeah, Mark yeah, Kern is the mayor of Belleville. <laughs>
1: like and he's not even a notable yeah. alumni?
5: Well, yeah, yeah, he is. He says he is.
1: Oh, he yeah, is okay. I'm just
6: saying. It's. I think that's him. Class 81. Public servant. Yeah. Yeah, the I think West the most, has some big boys over there.
1: The most notable people out of Belleville are Jeff Tweedy from Wilco. Okay. He's the
6: Bel- yeah, he's the West. He's yeah, in West Belleville.
1: He's West Belleville, yeah. I went to school with my older sister, I think. And uh, Richard Boone. Do you remember Richard Boone? Old or, Dick Boone, huh? Or, or, or was it Bone yeah. It was the dude during the 2016 oh, debates. Ken
5: Bone. Ken, Ken Bone. Bone. Oh, Ken oh, I know yeah. Ken. Yeah, Ken Bone. Yeah, he stood
1: yeah, up yeah. and, and the asked sweater questions, and then people doxed <laughs> him. And
5: Ken Bone. What did you say? What, Butch Cassidy? What, 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 yeah, <laughs> what, what was the name they, you they, said? He I'm just said? It started he,
0: with Richard Boone.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah.
5: yeah.
6: <laughs> Collectively, we, worked, we, <laughs> we, worked we our figured out what I was trying to say. Richard Boone settled Belleville,
1: I believe. For a very short time, I did a talk show by myself, and no one knew what I was talking about. There's nobody there
0: to figure out what I was saying. Oh, yeah. Ken Bone. Bone. Yeah, listener? Yeah. Yep. yeah, great guy. We a uh, uh, we did a bikini contest once, and uh, <laughs> yes. Ken was, were you there? Yeah, yeah, he, <laughs> he was a judge, a judge. Yeah, he came with a sweater and everything. Yeah, he,
1: oh, played,
5: holy
0: cow, I he, got starstruck
1: a little he bit. Pl- he
5: played that fame run pretty well. Yeah,
0: yeah, we ate pizza
1: together. Oh, he made the most good. of it. I, I, like that's I, all you can do with. I just remember like
5: that. that crew that we hung out hung out with in Belleville was like, oh, oh they're, they're from, and I forget which side they didn't like, but they're like, oh, they're from they're from that side, so you know, we, I mean, uh. we're just not going to get along. <laughs> I mean, they were real serious about it. Yeah, like, it was, oh, if you cross this train track or something, <laughs>
1: it's very much the the East Coast West Coast thing, only in a Midwestern <laughs> suburb. Yeah, it wild. So, where, no so where? was the whatsoever? big
0: hangout? Um, where? Where did all the Belleville kids hang out?
1: Three One Three downtown. That was uh oh, yeah, like mm-hmm. uh, club. I think it might still be there. I don't know, but that's is that, like, is, that, is that on Main Street? That's where like all the punk kids used to play and they go see yeah. their friends there and stuff. Uh, there was uh, the teen center, which I think is just kind of a thing everybody has, right? Like you would go there and play pool, mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, I, my friend had a uh, his parents owned a, a house behind their house, and we used to go there. And for some reason they didn't suspect that we were drinking and <laughs> doing all sorts of debauched things, which was kind of cool. Uh, but
0: yeah. What was mm. the mall in the area? St. Clair. St. Clair Square? Yeah.
5: Tell you what you weren't doing is you weren't eating Quiznos because that Quiznos on Main right there never open. It had to be a front. That's uh, ridiculous. My
1: best friend actually at high school worked there. Oh, man. And Every you're time- 100% right. He was Every mobbed time. up.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Every time I tried to go there, it was closed. I was like, this is a front. The yeah. Belleville Quiznos
0: does not exist. Yeah, it's not just the sandwiches that go through the oven. <laughs> you, you know, people who don't pay up. Right. Oh, that must put them be. through the oven, huh? It must be right in the oven with yeah, you. We,
5: we practiced right across the street from there. It was right down the street from uh, what was it? Uh, there was like a shirt shop um that was like a real hippie.
1: Oh, uh yeah, the one that sells like the Bell Vegas shirts and things. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It was like uh, a super like hippie. sunshine daydream. No, that's no, the no, one no. at Union Station. It's Like
5: beatniks or something. Beatniks.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, you might as well be a Yeah, you bro. know more about it than I do. I was, a citizen I was of Belle
1: hanging Belle. there for Dang. a long time. I think I've time. tried
0: to purge a lot of that. Multiple times a week. So oh, then wow. you moved to Boston?
1: So no, then I moved to- uh, from there. I moved to Gainesville, Florida for a year. Uh, did radio down there and then to Kansas City and then from Kansas City to Boston. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: See, we got lucky here. You, Yeah. We, you know, we got lucky here in this room as far as radio careers go. I mean, Moon and King Scott. Well, you guys have been around the world, but not as radio people. Mm-hmm. Like as radio people, you're doing radio in your hometown.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And don't yeah, I, think that's lost on us either. We we know how fortunate yeah we are for that. And
1: it's a great radio town too. I mean, oh, it's like, the greatest. Yeah, like for, Kansas for City was St. a really Louis. cool town to do radio, but uh, St. Louis is amazing. And Boston was the worst radio town because unless you're doing sports, it was nobody nobody was really paying a lot of attention. Oh, really? Yeah. It was it was tough. I mean, it, it, like we did well, but like. Uh, Basically it was you got four sports that are going
5: mm-hmm. full
1: blast all the time.
0: And uh yeah, the sports stations up there in Boston are huge. Yeah.
5: It's a wonderful mix here of like real connection with the community too, with the, with the radio station. Definitely, which, yeah. which is so unheard of these days. I went on a it's whole annoying. rant. Yeah, I went on a whole rant on Monday about how fortunate we are and how people don't realize how fortunate <laughs> we are to have what we have here as far as radio.
0: I like that you. What they're saying is, don't take us for granted. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, you guys
5: yeah, like, go you just go away at any time. Oh, oh you don't like us? Move away yeah. for a minute. Fine.
1: I like that you you talked about uh, it being a rant that you were. I just don't have a, I, I try to conceptualize the idea of a grateful rant. Like, I'm so lucky.
5: Yeah. It, Dang, it, it, you're it was, lucky. It was, yeah. it was it was a, a parental, like you Why don't I? know how good you have it. <laughs> you know, one of those.
0: Yeah. You talk to most radio people, they've been working in, you know, six, seven, eight markets yep. before they kind of settle in a place or they're still kind of nomads moving from, from city to city. You know, I worked in New York city. I did some radio at the Jersey shore. Uh, and then I came here. Yeah. That's it. Twenty years. Twenty years in St. Louis. What was radio in New York like uh, versus here? Uh probably a lot like Boston. Yeah. Probably a lot. Like, uh, but but I worked for the same radio station as Howard Stern.
5: Yeah, except for <laughs> at, at, at that time it was like K Rock was crazy. Yeah, that was, yeah. The- was oh, so fun. When we would go up there and play those shows, like that was a fun station to be a part Howard of.
0: Howard had a lot to do with that.
5: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, great. Howard
0: Stern. <laughs> I mean Howard Stern in the morning had a lot to do.
5: It still gave New York a, a badass like mark on the map. Yeah. Oh, sure. Until it was gone.
0: Yeah, in the old school radio war days, uh, so it was Howard in the morning and Opie and Anthony in the afternoon on WNEW, which was our sister station, but it was up the street. Yeah, you know, same company, we're owned by CBS. And man, those those two crews went at it. Yeah, Opie and Anthony versus Howard Stern. Those are the real. The was radio it genuine? War days. Was it actual oh, hate? Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I can see that with Howard, that actually being genuine. Because oh, it seems it like genuine. he really actually did hate Imus.
0: And uh, uh, what was the other guy, the grease Man? Uh grease Man, Man Cow was another guy yeah, that Man Howard guy. did not like. Yeah. Hmm. And when I was working at K-Rock, uh, <laughs> the rivalry ran so, so thick and was so real that my boss, my program director, would have me go and go in a room and monitor Opie and Anthony. Like, hey, listen to the show in case they're talking about Howard. And I became a fan of Opie and Anthony. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I and mean, he was from St. Louis too, right? Your your PD at the time, the program. Uh, no, that
0: was my music director. Oh,
5: okay, Mike. okay, okay. Because we, yeah, because we, we, knew him from touring and talking Lions Choice when we would run up there. No, no,
0: yeah, Mike. Uh, Mike is a St. Louis guy, and in fact, when I got the job out here, I went to Mike and I go, hey, this St. Louis city, I mean, what's the what's yeah, the deal? And I got this job offer. You know, <laughs> the, I've never been to the Midwest. Oh, you're gonna love
1: it! Yeah, I, it's. I think it's. It might be an easier. I don't. Well, I'd have to ask you, but it's an easier transition to go from the East Coast to the Midwest than it is to go from the Midwest to the East Coast. At least it was for me.
0: Um, I don't know. I was young. I was dumb. I was ready for an adventure. Yeah, uh, I loved it immediately. Right. Like, I'm Like this is awesome. We were at uh, my my boss's 30th birthday. It was like the first event we went to, like the first like social event we went to. It was my boss, Tommy's 30th birthday, and we were at his um, wife's parents' farm up in High Ridge, and we were playing washers, and I'd never played washers before. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> yeah.
0: And we were, up, we were driving up Antire Road, so I went 44 up to Antire and drove up Antire, and we got behind... A John Deere tractor, which was also going up Antar. I was with uh, my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time. Yeah, she had come over from from New York as well. And she starts crying. I go, why are you crying? She goes,
5: we're behind a John Deere tractor. What are we? Where would you take me? I <laughs> want a country song right now. This is the worst. Yeah.
1: I, I worked with a guy in Boston who would never, he claimed he had never seen a cow until he was in his 20s. Because he grew up in Brooklyn. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I get it. But, like, you could... You saw TV shows with cows, right? right? He's like, yeah, but I'm I sure that's a bit I didn't know they were real. And like you never I didn't know cows were real. Never drove out to the country. Uh no, but like going from the Midwest to like a place and I I don't know, maybe New York is different than Boston, but like Boston is it's a tough city. Like the people Boston's there Boston's a little rougher. Yeah. I mean, okay, like just for an example, the first week I was there, we went to a grocery store. And I'm standing, you know, when you go to a grocery store, it's a little discombobulating. You don't know where things are yet. Sure. You're just kind of like, I know I need to get diapers and groceries. Yeah,
0: In the produce section.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh, the same oh. in Boston oh, as it wow. is. Wow, well, you have Holy apples cow. next to oranges. That's amazing. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah. Uh, but I was like kind of like looking around and I felt this tap on my back and I turned around and there's this 90,000 year old woman like standing there, like shaking with rage. And I was like. I, can I help you? And she's yeah. If you don't get out of my way, I'm gonna kick your ass yeah, like yeah. that. And I was like, okay,
0: like I will move now. <laughs> I'm like keep moving. Yeah, yeah. It and was same with New York City. And I was in New York City a couple a couple of years ago. I was staying at a hotel. It was by myself, my family. Uh, it was a business trip, and uh, it was during the day. It was during the week. It was during the day, the morning rush, and I was leaving the hotel, and I forgot how to merge into walking traffic. I couldn't get into the flow of Mm -hmm. people walking so fast. Yeah. I I had to go through a revolving door and merge into walking traffic. And I I stood there. (laughs) I I don't know how to do this. Because nobody's (laughs) stopping to let you in. Well, it's weird. You get into a
1: rhythm, too, especially in New York. You get into a rhythm, like, with everyone else. I almost got myself and my five-year-old son killed because we were doing that where every— you know, the people in New York know how to time the lights exactly. Mm-hmm. So or we were just following the, the flow of them and we were in the wave, but then the wave dissipated and it was just me and him. And I just started walking out <laughs> in the middle of the street. There's an SUV coming like 50 miles an hour. Yeah, and they ain't stopped the other them. way. Yeah. yeah and I I like pulled it back and I was like, oh, maybe that wasn't so bad. And like a guy with the thickest New York accent was like, dude, that was close. That was real freaking yeah, yeah. close. Yeah.
4: Oh, boy.
0: I was like, okay, that was bad. That was bad. Yeah, I, I love it out here. In fact, I remember my first week out here, we're walking uh, in the loop and up the, up and down Del Mar, and somebody goes, hey, man, you got to slow down. Like, you're in oh, St. Yeah. Louis now. Yeah. Like, you, I see you walking with purpose. Hey, Relax. <laughs>
6: Okay. Yeah. No more purpose. Right. Yeah.
0: I got no purpose.
6: I'm gonna You're walk in St. aimlessly. Louis now. I'm gonna walk aimlessly. <laughs> yeah.
1: You can look at the buildings. It's, it's fine. Just calm down. Well, know, look, there's is, the arch over there.
0: This is a city that I will, you know, I've, I've, I've planted, you know, planted roots here. Now my, mm-hmm. you know, my kids are from here. My daughter says, "Hant." <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dan, you forgot your Hant. Okay, you are from St. Louis. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I have Midwestern children. You you say
1: "Oops, sorry" when you bump into people now things like that. sorry yeah that's the thing like people in the midwest that's our stereotype is we're nice like it's not everybody well okay most people are at least polite uh people in boston will again like an old lady will accost you and start yelling at you i've been yelled at like just for doing nothing so many times in stores and out on the street and i i was wearing a, a my son was on a little league team uh, and they had the Orioles, Baltimore Orioles were their like logo. And I was going to a guitar center that was near Fenway Park. And I get out of the car and the guy starts like this guy just charges at me and starts cussing at me. And I was like, what, what is wh- what's going on? He's like, go back to Baltimore. You and I was like, I'm not even from Baltimore. I'm from, from St. Louis. Like, why are you yelling at me? And I realized it's because of the hat. It's like, that's just normal behavior. Like, I, I'm so frustrated with everyday life because the, the streets are screwed up and it's so crowded and we all talk like this that uh, I'm going to just take it out on this guy. Mm. And that's 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 what I'm doing. I'm uh,
0: doing Hollis that. checking in, says, uh, Boston Radio sucks. That's why I still listen to The Point all day. Lives in uh, Dorchester. says He lives in the Dot? I used to work in the Dot. That's where uh, my station was. He works in Cambridge. Lives in uh, Dorchester. Oh, you fancy pants, smarty guy living in... Is in- it Cambridge is where uh, Harvard is? Yeah.
6: Is that the community yeah. college? Uh, Harvard Community College. Harvard <laughs> Community <laughs> <laughs> College. Yeah, yeah John nice Harvard place. Community College and
1: M- MIT, just like ITT Tech or something like that. So, yeah, so yeah. what, what so station did you
0: work for out in, in Boston? Uh, WKLB, and that was a country one or two. Oh, file. country! All right, yeah. got a couple country fans here. Heck yeah, yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. love country, but the good kind, you know. Right. No, are you mm-hmm. a fan of country music?
0: I mean, it's uh, not all of it. I, I
1: think that uh, you know, some is great, some is fine. It's a lot of it. it, it, I have a lot of friends who work in uh, like top 40 and stuff like that Mm -hmm. who've been like, I hate all the music that we play. Like, I just, it's so formulaic and stuff like that. And that's kind of how I feel. I don't hate all of it, but like some of it, I'm like, "Eh, you know, it's pop. It's not not necessarily for me. It's for the audience. Well, you got
0: the new country. Yeah. Right. The new country stuff, which is, you know, what W.I.L. plays next door. Mm. And then they, what's the old stuff? The outlaw country? Is that what they call it?
6: Well, yeah, yeah, that's like the 60s, 70s, 80s. Yeah, that's that's its own brand. for That's sure. kind of
1: yeah. coming back though. There's some like decent, like uh, Sturgill Simpson and Cody Jinks and stuff like that. And,
6: and, yeah, kind of that traditional. And I think the person
1: who, like, we didn't play him that much. Uh, he had a couple songs by him. I mean, he just sang at the Super Bowl. Chris Stapleton is great. Like, I think most people like appreciate how amazing he sounds and stuff. Yeah. So uh, is that
0: considered new country? He's.
1: I mean, he's no. a new artist. I mean, but I think he sounds
6: classical, right? Yeah, he, he's very. He's got a lot of traditional stuff in it. Granted, he does have a lot of pop uh, overtones, you know. Mm. Keep it, but that's how the outlaw guys did too. That's yeah. a whole Whalen had I, pop in really there. There's much about. all those guys had pop in it, but
0: that old country world is something I, I, that's foreign to me.
6: Yeah, there's a lot of different
5: facets of it, for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's there's different arms all over the place, and one, one arm is drastically different than the next. Now, to somebody like you, that probably kind of all runs together for a few decades there, but there's a big difference between—
1: New country and—yeah, yeah, it well, started— I,
5: Yeah, I mean, there's even—it's as big a difference between a guy now and Garth Brooks, and then Garth Brooks and Johnny Cash. Right. You know what I'm saying?
1: Exactly right. Like Garth was like classic rock country and then the new stuff is almost like trap. <laughs>
5: yeah. Yeah, like yeah. G- trap Garth, country. Garth was like was like the first and and the and the best example of like entertainer country. Like he was a performer. That's that that was the difference. Is he wanted to change country music cuz it was guys writing songs, coming up here and singing them. And he came up to perform. Like it was it was a show. I'm going to put on a show. I'm going to change the whole feel of all of this. And then that kind of had its had its minute for a while, and now we're kind of back to this weird either pop or
6: this almost throwback stuff to the, yeah. To the 70s. But there's, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of like an like, underground scene that's really coming up pretty cool, like the Nikki Lane chick, and then there's the Tuttle band that just won a Grammy. Yep. They're basically Allison Krause Union Station Part 2, but there's a lot of traditional stuff still floating well, what around. what did
0: you listen there? to growing up? Growing
1: up, uh, pretty much the station. And the alternative rock. And, uh... Uh, I guess like whatever my older brother and sister were listening to Mm. a lot of that too, which is weird because my older brother kind of went through different phases where he was really into country at one point and then he was really into rap and then he went back to country and it was, Mm. it's confusing for everybody.
5: Well, it's a good time for him then. Yeah. Yeah, It's the best time for him. the nineties? Yeah.
1: (laughs) It it. It was a
0: good time for everybody. Uh, I saw this, just a couple things I saw, you know, on the internet over on the internet overnight. Um, you know, speaking of hiring people, um, your thoughts on this. And we had a story about this recently. So this pizza place out in Columbus, Ohio, getting some heat after putting on an ad that reads, now hiring non-stupid people. Now, why do you think people would be upset about this? So this place is called Santino's Pizzeria. They hung a banner outside the restaurant. It's been out for a couple months now, but somebody took a picture of it, put it up on social media. And now, now, now comes the heat.
5: Isn't it dangerous to give heat to something like that? Because then, aren't, yeah, aren't you, aren't you raising your hand saying, "Hey, I'm stupid hi, hey, I'm stupid"?
0: Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> and say like, "Well, maybe, maybe they're not talking about you because you could actually read the sign."
5: Yeah, I mean, yeah. this is a strange. Yeah, that's. A- well, and also,
1: non-stupid is a weird way to phrase it, right? Shouldn't you
0: just say intelligent people now?
1: Hiring.
5: Non-stupid
0: sounds stupid. Now hiring non Well, here's the uh, one of the owners talking about it.
3: It's more humor than anything. It's not meant to like target anyone like that or be rude. A lot of people that we've hired, there's really no worth ethic behind them. So I guess that's the meaning behind the non-stupid. Mm.
0: Mm. I just can't wrap my head around why people are upset. What, yeah, what did they say? What are the comments? Uh, one person wrote, if that's the first impression you choose to make as a business owner, don't complain when your employees leave. <laughs> it's a pizza place.
6: Yeah. I mean, hey, it's, man. Good, it's good to get in their business they, and I'm, try to solve it.
1: i worked at pizza places all, like, from the time of 16 to, like, 23. We were idiots. Like, I, I don't know how they're filtering out the non-stupid people, but you're not going to have, like, geniuses who are like, you know what? I could have gone to Yale.
5: Hey, they're they're just they're just having fun with it. They know the turnover rate. They know how this works. And honestly, this is probably the best thing for them. They're looking for some controversy. Well, yeah, true. Some-
0: well, you know, I, I knew you were going to say that.
5: Um, no, no, I'm not saying that was intentional. I'm just saying this is going to work in their favor
0: because they have been getting some backlash as far as it costing the money. Like uh, somebody called in an order, like a fake order. Uh, like they ordered ten pizzas. It was like over hundred bucks worth of stuff. Then the guy called back talked down to one of the employees, said our pizza sucks, and he's canceling the order. And they already made the pizza. Mm. Well, so it's like stuff
5: like that.
6: Start, start taking cards yeah. in advance, I guess. That's where yeah. you, on your Twitter, it's like, hey, uh, this order just happened. We got pizza now for half off if you want to get it real quick. It's ready for you. Swing by.
0: I guess this place was having problems with people. They're hiring people, and then, oh, it's too much work? Well, yeah, then that's not an issue with intelligence. It's an issue with you
1: just don't have a good work ethic. Work ethic? Yeah, why are you saying not? I, I, I don't know why, but I'm hung up on the phrase non-stupid. I, just, I guess I've never, never heard that phrasing before. It's such a low
0: bar to set for your employees. Now hiring non-stupid people. Yeah. I guess do I mean, you have them take an IQ test? <laughs> I guess the IQ test. If you can fill out this application, ah, you know man. your name and you can spell it. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just still trying to rack my, you know wrap my head around why people are upset about this.
6: It's probably just because the word stupid's involved. So yeah. everyone's excited yeah. and you have to be wise and uh, say your thing. And, and if yeah.
0: they think, yeah, if they think this is in bad taste, then don't, don't go there.
6: Yeah. But it's a pizza place. you are so supposed to be positive. How
0: rude. Yeah, positive pizza.
1: Well, it's just, uh, I think it's just the word stupid, like you said. Eh. I mean, they're rewriting Roald Dahl books. And taking out, like Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory, right? They took the word fat out. Yeah, I don't we know, talked about that the other day. I don't know how you're going to describe the kid. Like, yeah. it, that's,
6: it, that's a big part of the story. Yeah. Is well, that didn't he's they a. Glutton? it too
0: enormous?
5: It's, yeah, it's an enormous thing. part no, of the they, story. I'd rather be it's called a huge fat part than of the enormous. story. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, at least they're back in the news. I mean, how many books are being sold right now? Yeah, that's. You're, you're probably so right. As, as far as that goes. But, uh, what was the name of the pizza place? You said it was called Positive Santino, Pizza. Santino. Santino. Oh, okay. Pizza. I know like, yeah, that. <laughs> positive Pizza. Way. It's not positive <laughs> That's pizza. That's funny. Yeah.
0: We're stupid positive here. Uh, this one. Uh, anybody have a garden here?
5: I did. I used to. I really, I really enjoyed yeah. it. But, but since doing the morning show, I can't do it because I, you got to water in the morning. What I was mm. going for, I had to, I needed to be there right before sun. You know, right before sun up or right at sun up, and uh, I can't do that now.
0: Yeah, we had a garden for a couple seasons.
6: I enjoyed it. I really yeah, enjoyed we're, it. We're doing one this year. We have two small ones, but we're actually going to try to expand this year. My next house, honestly,
5: is going to have, I mean, like part of the buying process will be, where can I fashion the garden that I want?
0: Yeah, we built like raised garden beds. I don't know if you saw it on my back.
5: Yeah. Uh, I haven't been and invited you, you in quite some time. closed uh, them in, everything. Sure.
0: I think you were there. <laughs> <laughs> you jerk. <laughs>
5: Come on, man haven't you seen the pattern you talking about your house I'm talking about how I've never about right
0: like, you know we had raised garden beds and you know, we had a fence around it yeah
5: I've and, seen pictures like everybody else has you know
0: we had t- we had tomatoes and uh you know, a lot of cucumbers and I never thought about going out there naked and gardening
5: oh that sounds wonderful
0: <laughs> green thumb and a uh... Well, he's got
1: other
6: green parts. It's easier to plant seed that way. So this woman
0: woman is taken to the internet, and she's wondering if she's being too sensitive about this. So she's mad that her husband, first of all, always walks around the house naked, even when he's in the garden.
5: Yo, dude, (laughs) this is the dream. First of all, this guy is, I mean, as long as this isn't in a county or city or something like that, this is the dream. My dad always said. His dream was, man, I want to live far enough away where I can go get the newspaper in my underwear and not offend anybody.
1: Well, at least he was wearing underwear.
5: Yeah, he yeah. never said naked. But, like, uh, <laughs> but, you know, like I can go get the mail in my underwear and no one would ever see me. That's my goal yeah. is I want to be able to garden naked if I so choose.
0: Yeah. Well, apparently the husband here is very comfortable in his own skin and likes to be naked. Uh, the wife is not such a fan of seeing it, you know, all the time.
5: Wow, that's got to feel good.
0: It's, it's bad with the only person <laughs> complaining
1: is the person that you have sex with. Yeah. There was an episode of
0: Seinfeld where too much nudity is too yeah, much nudity. like,
1: because nude uh, was sneezing is awful. Or like, she
0: was trying to, remember, she was trying to open up the yeah, jar. Yeah,
1: yeah. Nude brushing hair is fine. Nude opening a jar, not, not so great. Nude you gardening, take, apparently disgusting. You take the specialness out of it.
5: Well, avert your eyes. Can you not take your eyes off my naked body? <laughs>
0: not if you're gardening.
1: <laughs> you,
5: take
4: the, you
0: take the, oh, and she describes what, she's worried the neighbors are going to say.
5: Okay, if there's neighbors, this yeah, is that's an, an issue. issue. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> right. They're the ones that should be complaining, though, not her. Like, I would that would kill me if my wife was like, could you please put some clothes on?
2: Yeah. Like,
0: good Lord. She's where the neighbors may be, may be able to see when he's when he's in the garden. Uh, there was an incident, incident recently when um, she saw him bending over.
5: <laughs> well, how is she supposed to garden?
0: Bending? Well, I mean, he, I guess you could squat.
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He was bending over in the
0: garden with no clothes on while he uh, he claimed the neighbors weren't home. She didn't think, hey, it's worth the risk. Like, maybe they are home. I don't know. Maybe the neighbors are paying him to do it. Quote, my husband is very comfortable in his skin, so he's always walking around naked outside on the balcony in the garden. I'm not comfortable with nudity, and I personally don't think it's fair to the neighbors. I would be annoyed if a neighbor was doing this. Today, he was stretching bent over, (laughs) and, well, you could basically see everything. It's the stretching. very attractive. Yeah.
5: How old is this guy? They don't say.
0: Does it, I was
1: going to say does it doesn't matter but you're right it it does, it definitely matters. Yeah, he was facing matters. the neighbor's
0: window who he doesn't think is home. It's really annoying. I think it's disrespectful. I think it's rude.
5: Is he an exhibitionist? Is that? The it thing? sounds like it. Yeah.
6: Okay. And he also likes hair and his tomatoes. <laughs>
1: what why is it that the nudists tend to be the people that nobody wants to see naked, you know? Like yeah. that, that
5: tends to be the thing. Somebody said something about the nude beach the other day in Rafe Coast. A lot of tater tots. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> A lot of overhang
0: just covering you. Yeah. When you're not technically <laughs> nude anymore, Peter Griffin. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody's like, hey, if he wants to be naked in the garden or on the balcony, they need to move somewhere there are no neighbors.
5: Yeah, that's that's unfair. That's unfair. And uh, dare I say illegal? Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Yeah.
1: Well, I don't yeah. know. Is that illegal to be naked in your own backyard?
5: Man, I don't think If you, you have can... a
1: privacy fence, it's their fault for looking over.
5: Looking over
6: maybe. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know what he the law is. He needs to do there. my uncle who lived on a farm forever and ever, he did the old fashioned just wore overalls. There was nothing ever under like on underneath. Nothing it. underneath the overalls. O- only one was hooked up, you know, and um so he kind of covered himself up, but everyone still knew him quite well. Yeah, <laughs> uh, really? Was going on. Yeah. I mean, he's working around there and <laughs> yeah, things are
1: out and about. I worked with a girl who Claimed that she was from a family of nudists, like that was her family, at home, were nudists. Huh? And she was surprisingly undisturbed by that. Like she just told me, like, "Oh yeah, no, my family's nude.
5: My family, like we, tradition. yeah, right."
0: <laughs> Listen, I, like, I understand, you know, in Europe, it's it's a lot more.
1: She was not your
5: Yeah, this is Kansas City. Yeah, you know, if you yeah. go to a
0: beach in France, ah, you know you going to see topless
5: people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are pretty prudish here when it comes to yeah, dude. you know being topless. And, but I
1: think th- I think some of it's warranted. I don't want to see my dad naked or my I don't want to see anybody bent over. Yeah, nah, well, cares? not everybody.
5: Some who, people. Who but, cares? Lighten up, lighten up, Francis. I, well, I,
1: <laughs> I was humiliated one time. My dad answered. Uh, my girlfriend came over to the house, and my dad. Marched up the stairs and tucked his shirt into his underwear to answer the door. Like, oh, I gotta look presentable. Hold on a second. Hold on. <laughs> and then, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, no, I, the, the nudist family, I don't, I don't know.
1: It's a your little neighbor, bit
0: too far. Yeah. If he's out there and you could, you know, he's bending over, you know, tending to, <laughs> to, to his maters yeah. and you see him back sack, you
5: go, hey. I love my neighbor, man. He's a great dude. I would think that's hysterical. Yeah, but your kids. Well, I'd probably be like, "Hey, you know, hey, come it's on. a learning. No,
1: it's a learning on, opportunity. On a pair You're
6: monsters. making them all yeah. cry. Uh, it's not good. No, he. Yeah, I
5: mean, I'm, he's in good shape. He's a good-looking feller.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, See, because
2: that's
5: what a hemorrhoid is. But he's. he's <laughs> that's dead in ten years, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he had corn for lunch. <laughs> no, my neighbors. I love all my neighbors. They can all do whatever they want. Oh, you wouldn't care as long as they're quiet oh. past nine p.m. Just you know, I'm trying to. They could do them. whatever they want. In their own yards. <laughs> <laughs> in their own so, yards. So hey,
0: let's uh, you know shooting guns, huh?
5: I said yeah. as long as they're quiet after nine p.m. Oh, so
0: before nine, just shooting shootin guns, guns in the backyard. Yeah.
5: Listen, man, don't be unreasonable. You
0: can't just throw that out there. <laughs> I'm cool with my neighbors doing anything.
5: No, I'm just saying, like you know, I'm I'm one of those uh, I'm one of those. Hey, you do you, brother. <laughs> Whatever you're gonna do, you're gonna all do. right.
0: I have a
1: neighbor who's always playing guitar and singing on his back porch. And when I first moved in, it it annoyed the hell out of me because he wasn't he wasn't terrible, but he wasn't like good enough. Yeah, yeah. And now I can't go to sleep without it. <laughs> like I I genuinely like uh, would you know because for him eight o'clock at night isn't that late for us it was extremely yeah, late. Yeah. Listen, I need to go to bed, and he's out there singing Peter Gabriel songs. <laughs> uh, Not well.
5: It was okay. It's okay.
1: But now, like yeah, now if I hear like an acoustic version of "In Your Eyes," I just immediately fall asleep nice. thinking about my next door neighbor Dave.
5: Yeah, of course the the gun shooting. No, anything that's gonna put my what about kids a Klan rally? Well, you're- okay, that's not okay. <laughs> that's not okay. That's not anything with hatred or or you know un- unsafe. So there you go. Not you're, trying trying the you're trying
1: to find the line on it. You're like, okay, f- shooting up into the air like Yosemite Sam, uh, a racist rally. That's What about a band? Because I mean, you, I think this is probably
0: why you're tolerant, right? Because
1: you're, you're, you're the guy annoying yeah. all your
5: neighbors. I don't growing think, up, I don't think anybody can really hear us. I, re- I, really I left don't. your house. You after think
0: that? band practice once, and I heard you guys outside.
6: Outside in front. Uh, side of the house.
5: Well, side of the house It's like well, four feet between me. And- we
6: lived in that one home, and the neighbor. Heard you guys like through his basement wall. I remember that. Yeah. But thankfully, he goes. He goes. Maybe uh, it was your older
5: house. He goes. Yeah, my older house. You could hear. It. Yeah. But there was, it was no insulation. Or anything right. Right. And he even, he even goes, uh, Hey, y'all, y'all got a band over there? I said, Yeah. And he oh, goes, God. I love that kind of music. Man. Oh, well, that's good. He, but he, he knew he, what, he, like, he like, knew like, who like, like, you were because of that, right? I think so. He's yeah. Like, he's like, like, I love you. Must be. Yeah. You must be so and so. And I was like, Okay, because he he was he heard the Greek fire stuff, and he's like, Holy crud! I, I knew all those songs. Uh, I love your band. It's pretty awesome. Like, oh, sweet, thanks. And he was awesome, yeah, but was we, it nice. was a really loud house.
1: That's what he, it's like to be in a good band. I was always in bad bands, so I would always get the "Hey, I heard you guys practicing. Knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible." Hey, I did, I'm hearing that in my nightmares now. I did
5: grow up down the, down the road from the greatest guitar teacher in all of St. Louis. Oh, and, thanks. Man. And he had before before he had built his his house. Now you could hear his 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 jamming and his band when he would play. And it was kind of like the neighborhood soundtrack. Now this is like one of the greatest guitar players in the area, right? And I'm sure whoever he was playing with was badass as well. But it was kind of cool. I thought. Oh, I don't
0: know. We lived in when we lived in South City. Somebody across the street was a drummer. Oh yeah. And he would drum with the windows open, just for everybody to hear. There was a kid up the street. And he was terrible. From
5: that same house that was loud, the kid up the street would would practice. Remember, as long as you're not
6: playing yeah. past nine p.m. Yeah, we got a band that's a couple houses down from where I'm at now, and I can hear him faintly and. It's kind of nice. Even though they're punk band and stuff, it's still kind of fun to hear it. Uh, I like
0: it. Nate says, there are court cases where people have looked through others' windows, saw them naked, and the person naked in their home was charged with indecent exposure. Uh, yeah, I thought, I thought I, I, that was, I thought it was a uh, thing.
1: Yeah, it was a woman was uh, walking around her house naked, and she lived near a school. And, like, Ooh. some kids saw her naked and then reported to the teachers, and then the teachers called the cops. And it's, like, the lesson there is don't look in other people's windows, kids. Why are you— yeah, but Oh, if now you have you're
5: victim-blaming. Vi- you now a- it's not the nine nine-year-old's the fault. They were looking in her house. If you have
1: a
0: giant bay window— and you're just and you know a school's across the street. Yeah. yeah,
5: you're just hanging brain right there in front of a street. Like
0: uh, you your brain's hanging. Maybe out. Maybe I'm more forgiving because it's a woman. So
1: I immediately imagine it's a woman. I want to see naked, so that's different. Probably I not. Guess.
5: Maybe. I don't know. That's why they
0: complained. Somebody said, Moon, why don't you recruit one of your twelve kids to water the water the plants in the morning?
5: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's spoken spoke like a non-parent. Yeah, they, it was all you know, the
0: hustle and bustle in the
1: morning.
5: I'm, I'm going to put the food and all this effort and all that stuff in a, in a, in a 10-year-old's hands.
1: They would I, intentionally drown the plant so they don't place. have to do it again. Uh, this well.
0: story is out of the UK. Uh, anybody been to South Tyneside? You know where that is?
5: Mm, Near Branson,
0: I right? I
6: love that area. South <laughs> I've, never been to, I've
0: never been to England. No idea.
5: Where is that?
0: South Tyneside. Huh. Sounds lovely, but headline, UK man faces jail time for bizarre sex act with seagull. Hmm. Huh?
1: uh, Why the adjective bizarre? Is there like a normalized (laughs) sex act that you can have with the seagull? I mean, it was a perfectly normal sex act with the seagull, but if it was normal, it'd be fine. But this was bizarre. bizarre He went a little bit extra with
5: it. No, this is, uh, I don't think I've been up in here. This is, the closest I've been to this is Sunderland.
0: Guy's name is David Lee, Mm-mm. and they were, I don't know if I gave a say what, you know, what this man did to the seagull, but uh, he injured the seagull's beak.
5: <laughs> oh, this is the eastern side of, of Newcastle. There's a bunch of Geordies up there.
0: And you know those Geordies? Those wild mm-hmm. Geordies. I, don't, I, have no, I have no idea what that is. I, I,
5: I don't know. That's just what they call the football fans up there.
0: But this guy is in big trouble because apparently seagulls are protected animals. So, under the Animal Welfare Act of '06, which everybody knows about. Yeah.
1: Yeah, of course. He knew he was in direct violation, and I think that's why he was. it was helping him,
0: you know. The bizarre offense Made is alleged to have years. taken place in Sunderland. Uh, prosecutors told the court that this 39-year-old guy unreservedly did an act where he took a wild bird, forced it down, and placed his hee-hoo <laughs> into its beak. Beak. Right. whereby causing unnecessary suffering to that animal.
1: I would be a little bit ashamed that I could, like, if I was heavy like that, it would get, that I could do that to a seagull, you know? Like, I would be like, yeah, it was a pelican. Like, you're telling everybody in jail, it was was one of those cranes with the big mouth, not one of those tiny little seagull beaks. What's
5: he trying to do, mimic a minnow? That's mimicking food.
1: Oh right! you Just know what I'm saying? Like oh yeah, you're did, right. did we, did you're right. warm, yeah. Did we? Did yeah. we hear a, worm, a story yeah. of
5: somebody ah, like dangling worm in, in, in a in a river or something like that, and some fish, you know, took it, or not took it, but you know, went for it. You're I didn't think about that. I mean, dude, w- clearly, like, you're asking for it. Dude was asking for it. I would Wait. think that wouldn't wouldn't be pleasurable in any asking way. for what? It's, uh, for a uh, an action. From the, you know, like from the seagull, it, it from the seagull, yeah. He's, he's throwing sardines <laughs>
6: at the seagull. <laughs> wow. Did you see a picture of the fella?
5: Yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. He's supposed to be, you said 39?
0: Yeah, 39. Wow. It's
1: a rough, it's a rough 39. 39? Yeah, he looks yeah.
6: like a very young 75. Or <laughs> I,
1: I thought he looked like Glenn Howard from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Dennis from Philadelphia, yeah. just like if he was English and on meth. Yeah. 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 Or after he just made love to a seagull.
5: <laughs> Man. And
1: seagulls
0: are—I mean, come on, peaceful animal, right? <laughs>
5: mm-hmm. Oh I don't I, yeah, no, seagulls are, <laughs> no, seagulls seagulls are bastards, jerks,
0: dude.
1: You yeah, tra- seagulls ever, are jerks. Yeah, you ever
5: try to eat like, oh, look, I'm gonna go. Yeah, to, like, they'll come this, up and
1: steal your food. The shoreline
5: Maybe. restaurant, and you're like, oh, seagulls, dude. And I'll tell you what—this is—it's uh, seagulls that ruined my whole thing. You know, when we're out in public, what, what's the strangest thing I do if we're out in public? Do you remember? You pull your pants down usually. That's not true. When you're out in public? When we're we're out and about, the only weird, like, motion or thing that I'm going to do that I have some weird, uh, I don't even know what you call it. Like a tick? I don't know. Some paranoia. When birds fly over me, I get really weird because I don't want to be pooped on. (laughs) And do you know why? Because I've been pooped on. Oh, yeah. Me too. And it was a seagull. Mm. (laughs) Hasn't everybody
1: been pooped on by a bird? Uh, right. yeah, no, I d- yeah, I don't know. I have. I, have. I don't yeah. know because people, people make
5: people make it weird when I, you know, get out of the way, you know, re- really quickly and try to, uh, you know, dodge that so, kind of stuff. And those are people that haven't been pooped on. And when you're pooped on by a seagull, it changes your life. Mm-hmm. It's the nastiest, so you're wettest saying the
0: seagull hunter comments. Biggest.
5: See? No, I'm just saying like <laughs> seagulls are nasty. You don't want to be anywhere near them. They suck. They're
0: eating trash.
1: So
5: and in no way
0: are condoning seagull
1: them. rape. Right.
5: Absolutely, Absolutely not. Absolutely. Because
1: it sounds like you're going there. No, You're no like if what, there's what, one bird that deserves what, what it. I'm a seagull. What it's I'm saying no, is, what God. I'm saying
5: is, this guy is as crazy as it sounds times two. That seagull of, knew better birds, to be in that part of town. Of all birds to want to be anywhere near, seagulls are just dopes, dopes, total dopes, enemies. Well, think, this was, guy's
1: in trouble. I was pooped on by a pigeon. And I hold nothing against pigeons. Uh, I, I blame myself for being near where the pigeon was moving. Man, se- you hate seagulls now.
5: Seagulls are—you are, know that Far Side cartoon where they like—you know—shows the uh, a bird's eye view of human beings and it's just targets. targets on your head? Yeah. That's yeah. a seagull. seagull. Yeah, That's
0: they're what doing they're it on thinking. purpose. Uh, I don't. Well, there's a there's a lot of seagulls, but there's still a flock of them. they're <laughs> still uh, protected under the country uh, countryside Wildlife Act and the Wildlife Order. Uh, the act makes it illegal to intentionally or recklessly injure or kill any gull, or damage or destroy an active nest or its contents. This guy's in
6: trouble. I mean, well deserved.
1: I guess that they, when they wrote that, they were just like, we're tired of people killing seagulls, and I, I don't know why we're protecting them so much. I didn't think they wrote that with the intention of like so many people raping these well, seagulls. You certainly cannot have
0: sex with a seagull.
1: Yeah, apparently not in England.
0: Not good. Yeah, you know. gotta go good somewhere to else. I don't that. think anywhere.
1: I know before. You go to I'm not UK. looking up the laws on that. I don't need
0: that in my Google history. <laughs> I would assume it's it's illegal everywhere. You, you
5: take your nastiness right out of Tyneside.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, anybody here wear contacts? No. are radio? To. Don't we all get LASIK? Uh, yeah. I, I guess uh, you know if you can't afford LASIK.
5: Yeah. I'm supposed to. I can't touch my eyeballs. I've tried it three different phases in my life, and I can't do it. Your man. arms are that short? I can't. Yeah. My My son wears contacts. I can't do it, man. I, f- I physically can't do it. It
0: I've- takes him. He's thirteen. It takes him a while to put him in, but he, you know he gets him in. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm always warning, like, hey man, you got to make sure you don't, you know, sleep with these, you know, sleep with these in, and mm-hmm. you know, bad oh, stuff can happen to your eyes. Uh, a 21 year old guy from Florida lost vision in an eye after a flesh eating parasite blinded him when he took a nap with his contact lenses on. I don't believe
6: him. Oh man, he what? left
0: that contact in.
6: That it was dirty? like.
0: Yeah, I guarantee
6: For like you. Weeks and weeks. At yeah, the time, it wasn't yeah. just
1: like, oh, I fell asleep and woke. Well, because I had, I had, uh, gas permeable hard, co- which is literally just shoving shards of glass in your eye. I had those from like the age of twelve to like sixteen, and if I didn't get an infection from that,
0: well, this guy says this happened in December last year. Uh, this guy's name is uh, Mike Crumholtz. Took a forty-year, forty. Year, uh, 40- 40 year. A 40 year. 40 nap. minute nap wow. by could Rip Van Winkle. <laughs> took a 40 minute nap, woke up with an irritated right eye. Uh, he had his contacts on, noticed they were floating in his eye, so he took them out. Inflammation, irritation didn't go away. Wound up going to a doctor the next day, was misdiagnosed with herpes simplex 1. Right. Which eye herpes is something you could get. And he's blaming the contacts. A month later, when the irritation and blurred vision didn't go away, he went to the hospital. And After a bunch of tests, he was diagnosed with uh, acanthamoeba keratitis. I am no, I'm saying that wrong. Serious infection caused by a microscopic free-living amoeba, single-celled living organisms that are usually found in bodies of water, soil, and air. Uh, the disease can reportedly cause permanent blindness, and symptoms include eye pain, eye redness, blurred vision, sensitivity to light, Ooh. excessive tearing.
1: Yeah. Or tearing. Oh, tearing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Tearing, tearing. Tearing oh, sounds right. bad, too. Yeah. Uh, Either one seems pretty bad, yeah. He underwent this uh, procedure called uh, photodynamic therapy where the white part of the eye was put over the pupil uh, trying to fight off this parasite. This part is explaining
1: to people how you got herpes in your eye. Like, I would make up a story about contacts, too. Like, what were you doing with oh, your I eye? I was having sex with a seagull. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Sounds like a another dirty yep. seagull. It, it just pooped yeah. in my eye. Sounds it pooped like in another, my eye, and yeah.
0: that's, yeah, that's what, guess what happened next?
1: Yeah.
5: Another case of poop particles, man, I'll tell mm-hmm. you.
0: Yeah. And people are, are, people wearing contacts are at a high risk of such an infection like this if you don't wash your hands. Yeah. I, I this is gross. I got
1: pink eye when uh my son is 13 now uh was <laughs> was little, it on your pillow and i would i would change his <laughs> diaper first thing in the morning and then i put my contacts in it didn't matter uh. how how thoroughly i washed my hands though and i was walking around like just ble- like red eye it wasn't pink eye it was like maroon just it was horrifying and i thought it was like allergies or something and i went to the doctor and like you're an idiot like put your contacts in first, and then and change then change, the change your son's diaper. Yeah, you're yes. literally shoving poop in your
0: eye every day. This poor guy. I mean, he he's describing his impaired vision as like he sees like black and gray flashing lights, like like static on a TV. Ooh, he can't go out. Uh, it's it's painful. Uh, yeah, it's like debilitating. Yeah, and he's a student too, 21 years old. You know, his Speaking of eyes, worst of that is I
1: heard uh, people are getting bionic eye implants. And so it's like you can see, but it's, a you know, like a robot thing in your eye. The software for it is going bad. So, like, if your computer gets a bad update and it isn't working anymore and bricks, that's bad. Their eyes, they're blind now because they... Have like a, a, a software update for the bionic eye. Say what? Yeah,
5: that sounds oh, like up. a bad Simpsons episode.
1: <laughs> a bionic eye it sounds like a Rick and Morty, though. What's yeah, a I bionic know that,
6: eye? I don't Well, Google was they patented some contacts, I mean, uh, not contacts, but um, the lenses a few years ago, like probably 2015, 2016. So, like to start making it where, yeah, almost like uh, like Iron Man, like uh, Jarvis. Well, not like that, but it's where it could focus quicker. It could do all this kind of stuff, and you'll have better than twenty twenty vision. and And it's just to help people that have severe eye issues.
1: Yeah, it's three hundred fifty blind people around the world have implants in their eyes made by a company called Second Sight Medical Products, and the the software for it went obsolete, so now they can't see anymore. Whoa! Yeah. Hmm.
0: Huh? Yeah.
1: Can you
6: download an app? <laughs> right. Get yeah. some open source oh, man, I got software a- for that. We, I, gotta I update my my app. Up update is eight bit now. So you just see all the blocks <laughs> you see everything everywhere. Everything looks like Man. Mario. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: Got pay, to pay forty cents to the Google Play Store though. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. i to
0: All right. Before we uh, before we move on to the team remember today a couple a uh, couple questions. You know, John's here. We don't really know John. Let's get to know John a little bit. We know you're from Belleville. Mm-hmm. We know you love seagulls. I too much. We know you had contacts at one point. Um. And I'll go around the room here. Is there a nickname from your past that you no longer use, or was there a nickname as a kid
1: that uh, you were called? When I was a kid, everybody—I mean, I don't know if it's a nickname. It was Johnny. Uh, and then when I moved to Boston, I was like, please stop. Don't call me Johnny. Because like, everybody shortens everybody's name. to so, like you'd be like, Scotty. How are you doing, Scotty? That yeah. would drive you nuts. Like, I'm not a child. I am an adult man. Stop calling me Johnny.
0: Okay, so our boss is Tommy. Yeah. But But I can't picture calling him Tom. Mm -mm. No. Or Thomas. Yeah. That doesn't work.
1: But if he was in Boston, I think it's the accent. Tommy. Would make you go, no, stop that. Stop it. Uh, My other nickname was Jambafomb because uh, my friend was very, very drunk one time and was trying to call me Jonathan. And we say, Jambafomb! Like that. Mm. So for a while, what with that?
6: Scott, you have a nickname? Yeah, and um, it was Potty. You know, ran with Scotty, oh, potty. Scotty Potty. So I was known for that. I had teachers that had no clue what my real name was, and and that was kind of nice. It was a fun. Yeah, teachers fun
5: that season. called you Potty.
6: Yeah, everyone did. Coach Scotty Potty, huh? Yeah, no. Scotty Potty. Well, no, they just called me Potty. And uh, I had one coach stop me, He's like, "Hey, be honest with me. Do they call you Potty because you smoke weed?" <laughs> and I'm like, "No, my name's." Scott. So it rhymes. He's <laughs> yeah.
5: like, oh, okay. Okay. And smoke weed. Wow.
6: That was, he took a leap there. I just assumed it was yeah.
1: like you had an incident yeah, in the bathroom. bathroom. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, That's yeah. what I would have thought. You're the too. guy, yeah, with your feet underneath the stall on the top of the bathroom. Spends a lot just of time. Struggling in there. there. Yeah. You know? Known a uh, nickname in school. Uh,
5: in school, from other kids, it was shrimp. I mean, that was like the go to in the 80s to call shrimp. Like you're a shrimp? Yeah. Like short, short, short kids. Um, in like middle school in soccer, I think I earned. Um, the nickname Tumbleweed for a while
6: there. that's a cool nickname it'
5: like during, <laughs> during the uh during like the tryouts and stuff i was I was a little dude so i I just had to be crazy scrappy and that's when kids are like hitting puberty and getting big I was playing six foot you know middle schoolers and stuff in soccer, so I was really scrappy and they would knock me down a lot and I'd pop back up and the coach was like, man, you just like a tumbleweed just whoop, right across the field back, I love back, that on, back that's... on your feet and you're and and she she said that once and called me Tumbleweed for a couple mm. of years that's
6: yeah. I think that should stick. That's that a good one.
1: one. That's like, uh, like a classic, like, Old West name or I
6: something I know like yeah, it yeah. kind of was awesome. I was like, like yeah, damn yeah, right. right. Tumbleweed.
1: Like, a, like, yeah, like a Clint Eastwood man with no name thing yeah, going from did. town to town, right and wrongs, uh, old tumbleweed. Just tumbling through the, du-
0: uh,
5: through uh, the take dust. Take business.
0: Mine was a Scooter.
1: Scooter. Scooter.
5: Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Most Scots
6: are scooters. Uh, well, yep. Yeah. I, I didn't like it because
0: everybody assumed I ran fast.
6: Or you had an itch on your bottom, and
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Like a
0: dog across
6: the carpet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Worst fashion trend ever.
5: Worst fashion trend ever. 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 Oh, man, I hate to say this, because I feel like they're kind of coming back. Um... Man, you know those super—and I mean like super low-rise jeans that were were hot there, like 2000, 2001. like showing off the whale tails. Yeah, it was like the anti. The yeah, it was like the anti-nineties baggy thing where everything went tight and so so low, and then the whale tail. Uh, I, I mean, as sexy as so that that's is, to women, some people. So for
0: women, like the women's jeans, the women. Low yeah, rise yeah, yeah. jeans, They Not, are making a comeback. I, I'm going to say, the '90s giant.
5: Giant pants. The, Jinkos. The giant pants,
0: the Jincos, the giant, yeah, the so elephant flares. I,
5: I guess I, you know, you're insulting me a little bit because I, I, was trying for that a mm-hmm. time or two. I didn't have the money for the, uh, for the name brand things. Arizona, and the, oh, maybe? the other one is uh, jeans and flip flops. That was kind of like a thing for a minute, and I just, I feel insulted.
1: For me, it was um, the people who'd wear visors, which was. Fine, like for some reason, like we're like from two thousand, like August of two thousand to like visors. September of 2001, it was like visors, and they would wear them backwards, which is like that defeats the purpose of a visor. Uh, like yeah. uh, Malibu's most wanted, yeah. You know, like yeah but Kennedy. it would look. And then they
6: started turning
1: them upside down, yeah, just like. Right. But why it are looks, you
6: flaunting the fact that you don't know how to wear a visor? It only looks tacky if you don't have frosted hair. Yeah. If you had frosted tips, you're fine. It looks yeah, really like, good. Right. Then Yeah, Then you look yeah. really awesome. That might yeah. be the
5: worst one. The college visor turned backwards, yeah. upside down, looking yeah. like a, it's catching rain or something. And you're wearing right. your it, Abercrombie. Yes. That's yeah. what they used
1: to call them, rain catchers. It's like, what is the point of wearing them like
0: that, other yeah. than to prove you don't know how to wear yeah, a visor? You wear a visor like. to block out the sun from yeah. your eyes.
6: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the Abercrombie clothes below yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but
0: the big jeans that were that went below your shoes that you'd be dragging yeah. on the ground if it rained. Yeah, you were done. It, it would wick up all the water.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and yep. it was the water would slowly creep up your leg.
1: I my my <laughs> brother had those jeans. He was four years older than me. I used to steal them and go to school in him. He's, just like, he's like I had no identity, especially when you're a little brother. that's kind of a problem except for the the identity that you're stealing from your older mm-hmm. sibling so i would steal his clothes and stuff and uh he had those jeans and some of his other clothes uh he he smoked some weed and i got in trouble in school cuz i smelled <laughs> wearing those jinko jeans oh, yeah yeah smelled like... and i i think it was a filter t-shirt that he had specifically
5: yeah dude
1: and yeah and uh See
5: I, that's the that's the hacky sack uniform. I didn't, I didn't even know what we I i never
1: <laughs> been around wets. So I had no idea. And like this teacher took me aside. He's like, "Hey, are you having a problem? Because I can smell it on smoking you, smoking dope." I was like, "I guess I should have showered this morning." That's
5: I'm the sorry. hacky sacker uniform, but you couldn't hacky sack with the with the jeans. With the no. jeans on, no, at least they're doing a public service though because they're soaking up all the puddles. But you could you know?
0: smuggle all your friends into the movies just hiding under yeah,
5: the jeans. Yeah, The jeans already
0: weighed fifty pounds.
1: They're, they're, they're carrying the
5: fifty
0: pounds of water. That's all what I mean. They're ca- up but they're
5: carrying the puddles around.
0: Yeah, Scott, worst fashion trend ever.
6: Well, I have to say the the baggy jeans. I think anything that goes against classic looks is uh, horrendous. So basically, almost every trendy thing Ever? ends up looking terrible. Yeah, I mean because it doesn't translate great over time. So if you keep it classic, you're going to look great forever, no matter what photo. You know, if it's taken to seventies, eighties, nineties, you're always going to look great. You're going to look like a James Dean or something. But, He's kind
5: of right. Yeah, excessive. Yeah, but baggy if you go, if you try to do a trendy you.
6: things and you're trying to do too much of it, maybe like a little splash of trend, but not. Full on, you don't have to jump in. Full on. Okay, you're gonna be safe. You're, uh, you're anybody
0: good. ever been attacked by a fish? Um, not that I recall. No, definitely. Yeah, we definitely.
5: I told you, remember uh, in the in Creek Core Lake, remember the ones we just jumped into? I yep. said there's a lot of gar, and gar are just obnoxious, obnoxious fish. And when you when you hook them, you t- usually on accident, and you hook them, you're trying to get them out. They got that alligator, you know, just. Mouthful of sharp teeth looking like thorns, right? And so you're trying to avoid that. But they have this, and they're real long and skinny. They have this incredible ability that when you're trying to get your damn hook out of the, their mess of a mouth, they will whip you with their tail and it will cut you to pieces, brother. Mm. And I would come in here and I would always have gloves on, you know, mm. to, to not have my hands hacked up, but my arms would always get All right, so destroyed. I was attacked
6: God. by a fish. Yeah, I was attacked by a fish. I had diarrhea for a few days afterwards. It was brutal. Oh, bad oh, fish, huh?
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had bad shellfish once too.
5: Yeah.
6: Terrible. Good stuff.
5: Attack you from the inside.
1: Yeah. What happened to? The, remember the? It was like ten years ago. The Asian carp thing. Do you remember, Do you guys remember that? Yeah, yeah. Were, it was like it was like the biggest thing. They're going to ruin all the rivers because there there were like uh, videos of people like riding boats around Arkansas and the fish were just jumping yeah. at them and hitting them and, like, I think a guy had a samurai sword and he was, like,
0: cutting through them and yeah, stuff. Yeah, weren't they jumping over the boats?
1: Yeah. They, yeah. Were, they were, like, ruining the, the river
0: supply and eating all the other yeah, fish and then and it, it just the went away. system, yeah. Yeah. yeah Remember what? those videos? It'd be somebody out in, like, a little boat and the fish would yeah. be literally jumping over the boat. Like, hitting people in the face and... Huh. Into the yeah. boat. Yeah.
6: Or, yeah, that's a good call. Uh, what the what happened the zebra? to that?
0: One more it? question, fellas. It's weird. What is the sexiest... And least sexiest names out there.
2: Oh, boy. Out there?
0: Sexiest and least sexy names. Just going to make enemies here, brother. For me, least sexy name, Bertha.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's no Berthas anymore. I would would actually, like, (laughs) you have thousands and thousands of people listening. Do any of you know any Berthas? No. (laughs) Under the age of 90. Okay, so of of the more popular names now. Uh, popular names now, I... Weirdly, I'm going to say, like, Amber, and I know I'm offending a lot of young women out there, but I just, that was such a popular name, like, for girls, like, in what's, my age what, growing but, but up.
5: what's not sexy about it?
1: I guess it's, it's not even that, yeah. It's,
6: it's like, a it's good like color. It's, yeah, it's, it's
5: a color. I mean, like, uh, how, yeah. how, how are you offend by that one?
1: Helen. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, because you got hell and yeah. yeah. Because
5: you're just, oh, okay. I'm associating Helen with Reddy. an older person. All right. So you're, 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 like, taking into account all the associations. Susan. No, Susie's no, one of the beautiful... Susie, Susie Q. Susie. One yeah, of the most, no. one of most beautiful yeah. girls I ever saw in high school and all that. Her name was Susan. Susan. So forever, <laughs> that name is fine.
6: <laughs> you know, since you said it so confidently, I'll jump on with you. Yeah. Nah, man. Even though I disagree, I'm jumping on. <laughs> the, the gal every
5: guy wanted to know in high school was named Susan. So. Not like
1: Elmira. That's...
5: That's a place. That isn't seems it? like
1: it. Yeah, but that seems <laughs> yeah, like it. Yeah.
5: It's stra- like that would be like a sexy old woman. It's got to be something popular. So like, like pick, pick a popular one that like for some reason just Susan, Karen. Well, uh, Karen's. Yeah, I guess Karen's. I Karen's got to be the I don't want to pile on. Unfair. Yeah. It's. I think of something like. Okay, I remember when I was a kid. I was like, oh man, this gal's name is Amanda, and all I can see is man. That's all duh. I can see in the name. She's a man I, duh. And and it's all it has nothing to do with any Amanda's I knew, but it right. was like a visualization. So when someone says their name, like I see it in writing. Okay. You know those commercials where there's like writing over the car? That's how my my brain works. That Natalie. Guys, hmm. I see no, all the Natalie's I know are yeah. pleasant.
6: Yeah. I know a great Natalie. I I just remember
1: Natalie and Brulia. How about, Whatever. She was yeah, kinda Matt? she was kinda cute.
5: Anne.
0: <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> throw names <laughs> out there. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I'm just, you know, What do you think?
1: Anne. <laughs> <laughs> uh I yeah, I don't know. That's that's like a plain kind of name, right? Like yeah. if you're Annie, then that kind of sexies different. it up a little bit. Yeah. But just Ann, that means you're very buttoned down. Hmm. Yeah. Right, sexiest name. Uh you know what I like? Charlize. Charlize?
6: I think that's Mercedes is the
1: nice
5: sexy name.
1: <laughs> Any woman named after a car. Yeah. Yeah. Uh
6: Mercedes.
5: <laughs>
1: I like my girlfriend. Some of my coworkers
6: Altma. had that name.
5: Man, yeah. I'll tell I'll tell you. You know what? Okay, let's go back. Let's go back. Okay. You said least sexy.
0: Least sexy name.
5: This goes for boys and and gals. Ian. No, man.
1: <laughs> Bob. Bob Bob. Where there's no Bobs anymore. You notice that?
6: I mean yeah. Do you yeah. know any there's, Bobs? Yeah, a buddy of mine. I mean, uh, I, me I, Bob Lodic. He's a big financial. I know a couple. Okay. Bob, uh, uh, yeah, b- yeah, new Bob. So, so but no, I mean Bob he's relatively or, or Rob. Is he? okay? I
1: mean Rob. Like well, that's what I feel like. like all the nothing, Bobs turned into Robs or Roberts.
5: But even Rob, like that's that's a rough. I mean, that's a rough one if you're going to choose that because like I don't want to be robbed.
0: Elmer,
1: yeah. <laughs> you know what
5: I mean.
0: Yeah,
1: rob.
5: Elmer. See now, Elmer's. Cool, I love dude. Elmer here. Oh, yeah.
1: That's of coming no. back, brother. Elmer's like a good dude who wears overalls, and if you need a, a shade tree mechanic or plumber, he yeah. comes over. Like I take care of it for you yeah.
6: for half off, buddy. Don't worry. That's Elmer. Elmer gave me a Lazy Boy chair once. Bob is so easy. So I love easy. Elmers.
5: Bob right. is easy and unoffensive, but as far as like sex appeal goes, where, where do you go here? Bob. 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 That's yeah. a good one. Yeah, well, I think Bob works.
0: Uh, Matt here says. I'm sorry. Uh, Richard says Agatha.
6: Agatha. Ah, I think
5: that's name? badass. Agatha.
0: I don't know. That's that's almost like old sexy though.
5: I think that's badass. Yeah.
0: Uh, apparently, by the way, the jumping carp are still a thing. Oh, are they? They may have changed the name. Okay. Yeah. Maybe they didn't want to associate it with. So Illinois is renamed Asian carp. They are copy C O P I, and they're pushing them as food like catfish. Okay. Ah, was marketing. Flame. Good. Just
1: kill uh, them.
5: Marketing. You know what name used to be like like kind of cute to me because I uh, um. I had a a teacher name this, and she was just so nice and, and so awesome, so I always associated that until this show and Freak of the Week started, like, painting different descriptions of of uh, of, of names. Peggy. I can't see that name and not see well, I think some Peggy, of the stuff that Peggy we... Well, I think
0: Peggy Hill from uh, King of the Hill. Ruined it.
5: Well, the Freak of the Week stuff ruined hmm. anything with Peg. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, for, oh, why, why is that, <laughs> A lot a of not, people what? with Peg legs Freak of the Tune in uh, on I a Thursday. That, right. Is that what it
5: is, this?
1: <laughs>
0: Peg, Peggy, Peggy, Pegging, yeah. Oh boy. Oh, no. there you, there oh, you. Yeah. That's a nice. pretty one.
5: Oh, you nice. found your way there.
0: Uh today's Team Riz Remember the day is brought to you by Hot Shots. proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit Hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. From Edwardsville, Illinois, Matthew Grabowski is our team. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Thanks, Scott, for your enthusiasm. Hey, yes, well uh, here. Matthew for. is a dedicated Love podcast Matthews. weirdo who never misses a show, attends uh, as many events as he can. Ray Show Live, Ratio Night of the Blues game, and other various events throughout the year. Matthew has been practicing his Dracula impression and hopes it will one day be as good as mine.
6: Can we hear yours? Oh, can you I, I hear yours? Yeah, I would love have to you hear Have you ever heard that.
0: it? No, I don't think oh, I have. Oh, get ready. You're going to feel like Dracula. Should I close my eyes so I can You're gonna just feel imagine feel like it? Dracula is in the room. Yeah, okay, I'm going to close it's my haunting. eyes. It's haunting. All
6: right. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, incredible, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Gets wow. me every time. I, I covered my neck out of fear.
6: I, I can't wait to hear Matthews.
1: <laughs> can't be better than that. I was up for Twilight, but yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, they
0: wanted those glittery vampires. Yeah, ah, those. Uh, Matthew Grabowski members. from Edwardsville is our Team Riz. Remember the day, good super sweet Team Riz. Remember the day, soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, podcasters, Riz here for locally and family-owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, in business since 1976, along with their team of 600-plus expert tire and automotive service technicians who live right alongside you in the communities where they work. Whatever you drive, car, van, light truck, SUV, hybrid, or EV, you can count on the friendly folks at Dobbs to provide you with the tires you need just right for your vehicle and driving style at the lowest price in town guaranteed and you can count on dobbs uh, service pros for expert auto service done right the first time including routine and preventative maintenance and complex diagnostic and engine repairs with 43 stores including dobbs newest store in columbia missouri complete full service tire and automotive care has never been so convenient take the time to check out dobbs money saving february specials at go to dobbs.com then drive into any of the dobbs 43 convenience store locations for expert tire and auto service and for fantastic savings. Using Dobbs February deals today, go to Dobbs.com. So, Chessville Fence and Deck, they've been around for 55 years. Chessville Fence and Deck has been one of St. Louis's top names in home improvement. Quality and professionalism, that's what they put first in every single thing they do. They provide the best and longest lasting outdoor products available with their skilled installation team who carries out their mission to be the very best in customer service. And they do, I mean, I got to test all that. I have a great new deck in my backyard. We did the underdecking and a great new fence to keep the dogs in the yard. Locally owned and operated, Go to the showrooms, see the beautiful displays of those fences and decks and pergolas and sunrooms and screen rooms, patios and more. Free in-home estimates and all the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And uh, they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. If you mention the Red this month, Chesterfield Fence and Deck, 48 months interest-free financing. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck online at ChesterfieldFence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck?
6: Hey, weirdos, it's King Scott, and I want to talk about Victory Men's Health and how they've helped me through the years. They've stayed by my side and have got my life back on track, and they will do the same for you. They will stay by your side, and they will help you. So if you have erectile dysfunction, adult acne, male pattern baldness, or you're struggling just for energy, or you want preventative care, or something new from Victory Men's Health that's a complete game changer in weight loss, and it's called semaglutitis, and Victory Men's Health is offering this medication, and, and patients who use this, they Lose up to 15% of their body weight. So if you're interested, go to Victory Men's Health. They have three locations throughout St. Louis. They're open five days a week. It's very easy to get in there. Go to Victory Men's Health. Be you again. That's Victory Men's Health. Up. Hey,
3: this is Nemesh Patel, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz.
6: Hi,
0: welcome back to the program. Phone number 314 624 3833 618-398-3833. Mick Ultra studio cams 1057thepoint.com slash Socials at R-I-Z-Z show your emails RizShow 1057thepoint.com also send your instant feedback through the 1057thepoint mobile app it's the Riz Show presented by the Fastlane Belleville John is here
6: hey, oh, yeah. hey Belleville John I wonder who, what he look like
0: <laughs> he looks there like is. a guy from Bellville. Belleville Bell John <laughs> I can see it in his eyes I see oh I asked if you wanted a coffee this morning no Mountain
1: Dew no, got the Mountain Dew I don't I honestly I, I am excitable enough about coffee. It's it's bad. Like the heart starts beating oh, really? like a wolf. Like yeah, you can start seeing it through my chest.
5: But like Mountain a, Dew doesn't doesn't do nothing. It doesn't to it?
1: have as much as caffeine as, as coffee. Oh.
0: Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, it's just giving me all sorts of other
1: diseases yeah, at the say. same
5: time. I remember jacking me up when I was
0: Well, you know, you know, there are some health benefits to coffee actually. Feet. Yeah, I was None to Mountain Dew. None. Not one. Well or None. Coke and Pepsi, there's supposedly there's some health right <laughs> benefits. Oh, yeah. I want to bring that up. Study shows Coke and Pepsi will raise your testosterone and grow your testicles.
5: It's <laughs> great. This put out by. Coke Coke and Pepsi. Pepsi. Yeah.
0: Is there anybody sitting around going like, God, I wish my testicles were bigger?
5: Okay, That's so there was.
1: I would have it so made if my, if only my testicles were bigger. Yeah, it just would to dwarf your, everything else. Yeah, and
0: it would make your, your dingling look smaller if you
1: had right. a bigger testicles. Good
5: thing yeah. I haven't been having a, a, much of that in the last twenty years because I couldn't afford any more size. I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would you wouldn't
0: be sitting right now. Be... Am I right, guys? High fives. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you remember a couple of years ago there was a study that came out that said eating pasta is great. Eating yeah. pasta is so beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. Come to find out, it was put out by the Barilla uh, people who make pasta. The largest pasta that. manufacturer in yeah. the world.
5: It was, yeah. it, was, it was It was pasta is good for your heart. Remember that? Remember that? Oh,
1: yeah. Well, it was, uh, I mean, the whole low-fat trend was put out by the sugar people. Because if you take fat out of stuff to make it taste good, you have to pour, pour a bunch of sugar into it. Mm. Sugar's so much worse for you than fat, actually. Fat's actually kind of good for you.
5: And there's, there's another thing, too. Remember uh, one, one thing of uh, alcohol a night was good for your heart? Yeah, I think
1: That's, they still believe that. Ooh, I don't know. I think oh, I was still wine. believe that. Yeah, that okay. was wine, I think. Yeah, it's red wine. It's the yeah. tannins. It's like yeah, a yeah. bottle or two mm-hmm. a, a tannins, night. It's the tannins, you know. Yeah, a bottle
6: they, or two a night really help your heart. They came out last year <laughs> and said, there is no amount of alcohol that is good for you. Yeah, it's all not good for you. Uh, well, well,
1: there's other ways to get the benefits, but they're lame.
0: Well, here's what the story <laughs> says. Uh, mice and men are feeling the effects of big soda, a series of tests showed that adult male mice had larger testicles and higher testosterone after consuming both Coke and Pepsi. This goes against the long-prevailing thought that sugary drinks lower your fertility. Experts are urging men not to run out and drink lots of Coke and Pepsi, so it could still lead to obesity, diabetes, heart disease, (laughs) high blood pressure, and tooth decay. Well, I need a bigger coffin because... Because of my nuts. Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: it, it could be the same size up top
1: and the bottom. It's just the middle needs to be. Yeah, just, yeah, just that, widen, widen it. Just widen it. Just
0: a huge oval uh, in the according, middle. According to the study, one group of uh, 30 male mice was kept in a cage and their water bottle was filled with 50% Pepsi mixed with tap water. Another 30 mice were kept in a different cage and given pure Pepsi.
1: You know, you always hear studies and they test the stuff on mice first. I feel like we're going to get to the point where we do the wrong tests and the mice take over.
0: Oh, the mice become aware. It's
1: the pinky and the brain thing. It's literally, because there's got to be like some secret island where all these mice with like supercharged brains and apparently giant testicles are hanging
0: out. And uh, one
1: one mouse is going
5: to go, we know what we're capable of now.
0: right. Yeah, down with the humans. After a 15-day study, the mass of the mice's testicles was significantly higher in the groups that drank Coke and 100% Pepsi compared to the 50% Pepsi and control groups. There you go.
5: Well, good for those mice.
1: Yeah. Studies like this also make me go, I, I feel like I, you know, being in radio and things like that, it's, yeah, it's a great job. Uh, but I like know people who've gone in to be professors and work at colleges and you know, I'm in Boston. So there's people at Harvard and MIT and stuff like that. And I always feel dumb. But then it's like, you could be a professor and then come home and tell your wife, here's what I did today. I gave mice Coke and Pepsi to see if their testicles get big, (laughs) and probably government. And guess what, honey? Breakthrough!
0: Government-funded study. This is your tax dollars at work, Work, folks.
1: Mm. I put some shrimp on a treadmill. I gave some mice some giant clackers.
5: Was the package as the whole, or or just the just the just the testicles? Oh my gosh, who even cares about that? Unless you're in a nudist colony, like what's the point of?
0: Well, you have big testicles and still the same dingling size.
5: Right, which makes it smaller. Yeah, Yeah. it's
0: going to make the ding-a-ling look smaller.
5: I'm aware. I am aware. But
6: (laughs) it never hurts. You got some low hanging fruit over there.
5: Yeah, I don't know what. I don't know what's been happening.
6: It never hurts to have extra long mud flap,
0: though. That's good. (laughs) Uh, Zombies have been uh, trending because of uh, The Last of Us, which I've not seen yet. It's really good. It's really depressing.
5: (laughs) Can't say that word. They don't say that on set. Depressing. Uh, No Z. The Z word. That's a bad word.
0: Okay, we we know what they are though. They're zombies. Or the infected people. They're yes, I like, played exactly. the video game.
5: Oh, you did? Well yeah, then you've yeah. seen the show. It's almost it's damn that's near shot. That's what I that's what
0: I
1: heard. It's yeah.
5: damn near shot for shot It's so far uh from, from what well, I Well they seeing.
1: elaborate on some stuff, like the Nick Offerman episode.
5: Yeah, that's yeah. that was a cool episode.
1: That was a really cool episode. But I'm you know.
5: gonna I'm gonna watch
0: it. It's really good. Uh and a new poll found that over half of Americans think they know how to kill a zombie. <laughs> like they know. 53% say they know how, and another 47% don't, so they're they're definitely going to be future zombies. We know that. So, 24% of us don't think it's weird to prepare for a zombie apocalypse. Are okay. we all prepared? Uh, I'm prepared to just die. I
1: mean, that I live where i is down the street from Boston Dynamics. You have Boston Dynamics? Oh, yeah, they, those, make the no, they make the dogs. It's the, the guys robots. that make the robots, and they're yeah. always hitting the robots with 2 befores just to try to Piss them off as much as possible to see what the robot's going to do
0: next. I live down the street well, from that. that's more of a Terminator scenario.
1: Right. But I'm just saying, I'm prepared for all the dystopian death scenarios where I'm just like, I can't, I'm not building a bunker. I just, the zombies come, I'm just going to die. Just going to. I'm just going to, I'm just, I'm willing to just go. I'm
5: just going to call fine. it, huh? Uh, yeah, I, I, I feel bad for I'm my family. I'm fighting
1: back. Yeah? I'm going to
5: fight back. Nah. Me too, man. Yeah. No. So, never, never I run out hope. and breathe
0: the zombies. More than one in ten of us think there will be a zombie apocalypse one day. Hmm. And of those people, sixty-nine percent think it'll happen in the next thirty years. And yeah, including eleven percent who think they're already here. Number one response amongst those people: brains.
5: So when they say that they're already here, that
6: something like like this fungi that takes over your like it's it's already steps. happening. And yeah. the drug stuff too. Remember Florida, the guy that. Oh yeah, the, the folks bath salts. On the oh, the bath yeah. salts. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, so if
6: you want well, to have that, a weapon, that, wasn't that all a hoax as well? Oh, really?
5: The the, the bath the, baths, mm-hmm. the bath salts guy... thing.
1: No, the dude was on bath salts, you and sure? he like were
0: ate the other guy's face. Yeah, he ate the other guy's face.
1: Yeah.
5: Yeah, but I don't know if that was the bath salts thing. I think that was like I mean, he was just hungry. <laughs> no, nah, there was there was something else. Um, yeah, we can move on, but I I, I think that was like. Remember, it was like seven stories a week about bath salts and face eating and zombies and all this kind of crap. Yeah, but then they like...
1: stopped selling bath salts at the convenience store, yeah, so the like... stories went away. But there
5: was like a campaign or something like uh, that, that kind of like threw that into the news. What just was against cyclone. Bath and Body Works?
0: <laughs> 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 okay, so if you were to have a weapon during a zombie apocalypse, what weapon would you want?
5: Mm, man,
0: I've got the top weapons we would want to have.
5: See, so, yeah, you would assume like you would want something high power and all this, but you got to think about ammunition and how fast that would run out. So you got to have something that doesn't become completely useless after ammunition is out. So bow and arrow. Man, I don't know. No, then you're chasing arrows. Are these quick? Eh, uh, is, are, these, are these walking dead Zs? are we talking about? Just give me a weapon. Man, I guess. I, I I guess I'm taking a I guess I'm taking a machete. Mm, okay. I'm assuming they're slow.
1: Uh, then they, they get too close to you though. Yeah, you got to get you, up on you, them. Yeah. 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 I, you need something what do you from want range. From you think
5: that's all I'm doing is just standing well, here is... with a knife? I'm I'm going to have like, you know, traps and holes and all sorts of stuff.
1: Uh this is I'm sticking with my theme. My weapon is cyanide.
0: I'm just taking <laughs>
1: cyanide.
6: I oh, yeah, just, and kill I'm just yourself done. And be done. I'm
0: just done. Yeah. Uh, I'm going know. with a shotgun personally. I have
6: to think of that. Yeah.
0: I'm going to so only get
6: one weapon,
0: right?
5: If they mm-hmm. take over the world and you're not stocked on ammo and ammunition, I'll uh, make my way to the Walmart.
0: Yeah, they still sell shotgun and shells. And so
5: does everyone else. Now you're in a now you're in an arms race as far as ammunition goes with your fellow man. I'm gonna man.
6: if it's zombies and it's the the Welcome traditional America. case of it. My weapon of <laughs> choice is gonna zombies. be <laughs> my it's going to be raw meat where I can just throw it and I'll run over and get that and I'll oh, run off. Oh, that's good. Yeah,
0: yeah, raw meat in a pit.
6: Top yeah. weapons right. we'd have shotgun,
0: handgun, a bat, a machete, a crossbow, sword, axe, knife, and grenade also make the top 10.
6: Crossbows, Crossbows are, are a good slow, idea. right? Uh, What do you mean? And it kind of take a second to load and all that kind of stuff. I guess oh, you get really fast at it.
1: It's There's some quickly. that like auto-load you could use and then... Okay.
0: Yeah, and then you can reuse the...
1: Yeah, I mean, want one of those
6: cool... The you pipes, can, you know, you shoot like a blowgun? Yeah.
0: Uh The average person thinks they could kill 39 zombies a day if they had to. <laughs> a day? <I>
5: what? <laughs> a day. Again, we're talking about our traditionals that are a little bit slow. I...
0: I'd- I
1: love this concept of the average American. Like, yeah, I haven't got off ah, my couch. Not
0: 40. 40 too many.
1: Yeah. I, I watch football players. I figure I can do that. So I could also kill 39 zombies a day. Yeah, I'm in not you're capping face, You're in
0: a field and you're facing 100 zombies. Turn to your buddy and go, I think I could take 39 of yeah. them.
2: <laughs>
0: Man. <laughs> oh, crap. There's 40. <laughs> so, all right. Who is the top person you trust in a zombie apocalypse? Myself. That was the top answer.
5: <laughs> That's myself. a great answer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> myself
5: yeah yeah me yeah. me myself and i yeah
1: who are you you're supposed m- to trust in that you can't trust anybody they trust nobody yeah trust nobody
5: yeah how do i know you're not myself trust my, my friend trust. my
0: dad my brother my mom my wife or husband did not make the top
5: five <laughs> mm-hmm. no way well, see i'm the i'm lucky
0: that hide
1: it from you is the the wife always like no i wasn't bitten i was fine hmm. and they're ah
6: yeah see i'm lucky because i can outrun my wife so i'm in good shape yeah, you just trip her and then yeah. right.
1: That's, uh, yeah. I don't need I'm to be faster to than it. the bear. I just need to be faster than the person who's running the meat next to me. Yeah. Next of to me.
0: everyone you know, who would be the first person bitten?
5: <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. Well it would be John over Yeah, because I would run out um, Oh yeah, <laughs> I would
1: sacrifice myself for the good of the, the show. Probably Even though I've only been here for an hour and a half, I would totally do that.
0: Of Thank everybody you. I know, you. sorry you're mom, I'm good. I'm sure you're getting bitten first. Yeah. I don't want it. I don't want my mom to be bitten by a zombie.
5: Hmm. Yeah. Or my brother. My brother would probably be like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to.
1: He and I would just I'm be like, hey, I'm he- hold hands. I'll hold a I'll grenade and
0: run at the zombies, okay? I'll take care <laughs> of this for you. Um. What <laughs> movies and shows have the most accurate zombies? Oh, I think The Last of Us. That was actually 10th on their list. Really? The
6: I'm Walking say, Dead was number one on, on uh, their list. Oh, I thought Shaun of the Dead would be number one. See, I don't know. With Last mm.
5: of Us, it's it's such a great show, but I have a lot of questions that they have not gotten near. Yeah. You know, they, they try to tell you a little bit about the science of it, and I, I realize that that fungi is doing what it's doing to insects these days, so it's just like a, a leap. But how are these things now surviving 22 years later? What is the food source? you got to have this biological material having some sort of nutrients or something.
1: I have no idea. I mean, I guess they're, just, they're mushrooms, right? So they just need to be damp
5: and but the mushrooms do but they're, but, but they're controlling the human cells yeah. and the human cells need what we know that they need I don't know moon So uh, uh, I don't know <laughs> yeah. you're overthinking so,
0: the zombie apocalypse I'm The Walking sorry. Dead was number 1 as far as accuracy then 28 days later
5: Walking, oh, Dead, Walking Dead was good because they actually kind of explained how it runs and they deteriorate I mean so, somewhat reasonably
0: <laughs> Uh World War Z what was, that the? Is was awesome. the Brad Pitt one? Yeah, yeah, that was a great one. I Am Legend. Mm. And then Zombie Zombieland.
5: We just watched I Am Legend Ooh, again. Zombie Land. Yeah. So sick. And by the way, I read something that they are working they're developing a second one with a that's based on an alternate ending where old boy didn't, you know, have what happened to him happen to him. Oh really? That's what I read. That's funny. In production now or or, or pre-production perhaps.
0: And what state is the most prepared? For a zombie apocalypse. And, and, and the study looked at zombie-related Google searches per capita.
6: Can zombies swim? Because I'm thinking... So Hawaii? Uh, <laughs> something like Hawaii or California. Uh, just hop in the water and... What state, how, what state would be safest or what state is Googled state,
0: the most? What state is most prepared? And the study looked at zombie-related Google searches per capita. It's got to be a
6: Midwest. I don't know. Uh, Midwest or You're Southern state. I'm going to say Montana. Montana.
0: Wyoming. 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 Yeah. <laughs> well, that's where they're at uh, on The Last of Us. And it makes sense. Wyoming, Alaska, Vermont, and both Dakotas. There's like three yeah, people in Dick
1: Cheney in Wyoming. So, yeah,
6: yeah. you're fine. Yeah, Alaska is going to be a good spot to go. Also. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, c- hate the cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, hate they,
0: the don't cold they don't yeah, wear they coats. They don't wear coats. And, freeze to death. and they're afraid
5: of grizzlies. So, uh-huh. hear, mm-hmm. yeah, afraid of bears.
0: All right, today is February 22nd. Back in the day 46 years ago, 1977, the Eagles put out Hotel California. 43 years ago, 1980. The Miracle on Ice happened Uh, when the U.S. finally beat the Soviet Union in hockey. We all remember the famous Al Michaels: "Holy crap, we won!" Remember that famous saying? Yeah,
1: yeah, that's that's why we call it the "Holy crap, we won!"
0: Holy crap, we won! Game on ice. Uh, Final score: four to three. Was that Lake Placid? Was that the best call
1: in history? Like on uh, uh, from a sports Uh, perspective? I
0: think if you would look at a list of top play-by-play calls of all time, that would probably be
1: up, be up there. there. Do you believe in miracles? Is I mean, granted, it was like a song at the time too, so it was...
0: <laughs> that's gotta be. <laughs> it's gotta be. That's like, gotta be I mean,
1: three. St. Louis, we got, you know, go crazy folks. Yeah. Uh, even in 2011, you had See You Tomorrow Night.
0: Yeah. And that, that's gotta be number It's gotta one. be up there, though, right? That's gotta be number yeah. one. But that wasn't even the gold medal game, by the way. No. It was just the one that mattered. We still had to beat, what, Sweden or Finland? Finland. Finland. They beat Finland. Finland in the final game, taking the gold medal.
5: Yeah. What was the score there?
0: Uh, the U.S.-Russia the one? The... I don't know. No, the Finland. Yeah. I think it was pretty... Uh, was it a blowout? I think it was.
1: I
5: don't know. Clearly wasn't as, as exciting or as big of a deal. Do
1: not Do they even have that in the movie? I haven't seen the movie with no, Kurt Russell. No, th- they don't even... The they bother. They just ended at the... I thought the Russians. so. Supposedly the coach said to the guys, like, going into the Finland game, like, if you lose this game, you're going to take it with you to your GD Graves. Huh. That was like his pep talk. Like, you will be miserable for the rest of your you life if Russia. you don't win.
0: Yeah, because you beat Russia, and they now if you don't Finland. get the gold medal, because you lost to a bunch of Elk writers from Finland. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 40 years ago in 1983, Sticks put out, Kilroy was here, their 11th record. That was with uh, Mr. Roboto. 36 years ago, 1987, Andy Warhol dies of a heart attack at the age of 58 after gallbladder surgery. 34 years ago, 1989, at the 31st Grammy Awards, Tracy Chapman won Best New Artist, Don't Worry, Be Happy by Bobby McFerrin. One best song and best record.
5: Still so good.
0: And metalheads everywhere flipped out when the first hard rock slash heavy metal Grammy ever went to
2: Major. Jethro Tull. Jethro
0: Tull. Oh. Yeah, Jethro That's Tull, right over acts that included Metallica. I I
1: kind of feel like that was the late '80s and the early '90s. With that was when people stopped giving a lot of respect to the Grammys. And it's I think music more than any other. Kind of media format is the hardest one to say. Like, oh, this is better than that. It's all subjective.
5: Yeah, it's so subjective. That Tracy Chapman. That was a uh, Fast Cars. Fast yeah, car. Fast Car. Right. That yeah. Is, Give me one like- reason. Oh yeah. So I'll good. Turn my right back around.
0: Uh, Thirty years ago, nineteen ninety-three, Radiohead releases their debut record, Pablo Honey, featuring Creep.
5: Pablo Honey. Twenty-six come, years come in nineteen
0: ninety-seven, scientists in Scotland announced they had successfully cloned an adult mammal, producing a lamb named Dolly. Dolly.
5: Is that true, though? That that Pablo Honey is is from yes. that Jerky Boys CD.
0: Yes, from the Jerky Boys.
5: Amazing. Radiohead,
0: huge Jerky Boys fans. Apparently, Twenty-one years ago in two thousand two, legendary Warner Brothers. Animer, uh, animator Chuck Jones died at the age of eighty-nine. Uh, this guy was the Road Runner, yep. Wile E. Coyote, Marvin the Martian, Grinch you stole Christmas. You did that one too. This guy produced and directed tons of classic yeah. all Looney the best tunes us. Yeah, uh, 17 years ago, 2006, iTunes sold its billionth music download. A 16-year-old from West Bloomfield bought "Speed of Sound" by Coldplay, and he later got a, call, a phone call from Steve Jobs himself and won a lot of iPod and Mac stuff. <laughs> Uh, Nine years ago in 2014, El Chapo was captured in Mexico. And four years ago today in 2019, were you working up in Boston? Yep. 2019. Yep. So you know this is a big deal. Yeah. Robert Kraft, owner of the New England Patriots, was charged with soliciting prostitution as part of a human trafficking sting operation in Jupiter, Florida. Yeah. That happened four years ago today.
1: Story had two happy endings, though, because he, like, Ah. uh, but, like, nobody cares about it anymore, right? Like, we we might joke about it when he comes up, but nobody cares. I think if the Patriots were still good, then people would care because be like, oh, look at old Bobby Kraft. Bobby Kraft.
0: Yeah, that I mean that was in the headlines for 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 a good bit. Well, because there bit. was yeah. also mm-hmm. the
1: speculation that it was like human trafficking was involved, and then apparently yeah. it wasn't. Like the, apparently it was not coerced, and um, yeah, it was. I was so glad I got there in 2019 because the Patriots started sucking. It was the best.
0: Well, that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, Moon, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment
5: with your Crap on Celebrity. Your Crap is brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best flush the rest. BrightHouseCo.com 636-600-0188 on Tuesday. Britney Spears posted a very bizarre video on Instagram talking about a bunch of random stuff. Quote, stay humble out there, y'all. Hi, mommy and daddy. I am a star now. Have you heard? Question, question, question. Carry on, peeps, was the caption of the post. In the concerning clip... Britney talks in a semi-Australian British accent that is very bizarre. Uh, it starts out with Britney talking about a diamond panel dress that her girlfriend helped her sew. Now, remember when Madonna was uh, speaking with the British accent because she yeah. lived in London for yeah. some time? This is not like that.
6: <laughs> yeah, and Britney's not even from Detroit. Here's here's yeah. here's some audio. Here we go. Okay, so last week, guys, I made a dress. It's really proud. A girlfriend helped me sew it. They sent me a dress. I didn't have to make myself. <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm just saying, now I'm so proud. I didn't even have to make it myself. Thank you company for sending me this dress. So guys, I just want you to know if I shut down my Instagram, do not call the cops, don't ever be
1: a roller coaster.
2: Never be a
1: okay, she reasserted that.
5: Wow. Yeah, so I'm, so I guess I'm not it sure. actually means something. But a her lot. accent, a lot Sounds of people, good. A lot of people <laughs> are freaking out about it, <laughs> of course. But uh, it's it's making waves, making news. I uh, wish you well. Hope everything is alright. Well, Speaking.
0: I mean, that's a woman who seems to be in some kind of maybe. Maybe she's when isn't you. she though? I mean, uh, that's just her normal state
1: or maybe is she's playing you.
5: who knows i don't know i mean listen she might be trying to see if that'll catch on if you remember i mean michael jackson ended up being you know a pretty bizarre character For one reason or another But I, if you remember Like in the early days There was a lot of reports That like He was intentionally Trying to be P.T. Barnum He was trying to put out the Remember the hyperbaric chamber And the yeah. Bu- yeah. And, and Bubbles the monkey He was trying to be This insane personality That transcended A, a, a traditional celebrity who knows? Maybe she is too. Well, I have no idea. No one would pay attention to her if she
1: was doing a video and she was just like, hey, everybody, you know, don't hate, be nice to each other, whatever. It just said it in that voice. Yeah. The only reason we pay attention is because of the accent. Um,
5: but, I mean, yeah. So the Michael Jackson thing was pretty deliberate. Yeah. So I don't know and if this hers is deliberate. Speaking of accents, Iggy Azalea is cashing in high profits from her OnlyFans account since joining the subscription based platform back in January. Iggy revealed that she's made, quote, so much money in just a month uh, during an appearance on the High Low with M. Rada that's uh, Emily Rada Rada, 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 Rada Ratajkowska. Ratajkowska. That's it. That's how, how she says it. Uh, she opened up about her experience so far when when uh, Emily asked Iggy if she shares any nudity. This is what she said. Okay. I sat on OnlyFans. I thought
1: about that for about like four or five months, actually. And I will show my breasts or show nudity or I don't really have a problem with being like overtly sexual when I'm in control of it or I feel that it has artistic merit. Wait, so are you posting nudes? Yes. There is boobs. And I am naked. Yeah, I'm naked. I'm making so much money that I won't even say how much it is. That's
5: so sick. That's booze. Dude, that's wow. so sick.
0: And because of this interview, I bet you will make even more money. Oh, yeah. Because that was my first question. Tons. Is she showing it all? Yep. Uh,
5: she also expressed that her OnlyFans account has allowed her to regain control of how her body, and this time how she gets, uh, 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 like, how she's able to profit off of her body. She she made a big deal talking about how the label and all these people were making money off of her body, but she was never the main benefactor of it. Uh, the engagement is off for this couple, and people are blaming us, guys. <sighs> people are blaming us. Avril Lavigne and Mod Sun have called it quits. Oops. Uh, reps for Avril confirmed the breakup to Page Six. However, the split appears to come as a surprise to Mod Sun. "Quote: They were together and engaged as of three days ago when we left for tour. So if anything has changed, that's news to him. His reps told." Three him.
0: days ago was uh, Mardi Gras. Right. So mm-hmm. we. So that, Man, we, so we're hanging out with Mod Sun.
5: So, so our fans are ripping us to pieces because we were hanging with Mod and now the engagement is off.
6: You guys Made complicated.
5: Yeah, what did you do, Riz? What did you I'm, Well he
6: got I, I, he wanted I'm, to get in the picture with him and I told did. him like hey, this this
0: marriage thing. You really wanna go <laughs> you know, you're going on tour. And he
6: also explained You don't want to be
0: attached to anything. Yeah. Be free. Be free, my son.
6: <laughs> do you actually know Canadians? Because this is uh, it's a big commitment. The former, couple, the, the, the former couple
5: reportedly have been uh, having issues in recent months, forming them to, or forcing them to break up and make up a few times. The news comes just days after Levine was spotted getting cozy with rapper Tyga at Nobu in Malibu, California over the weekend. According to reports, cheating was not the cause of the split. Avril and Tyga are genuinely friends and nothing more, a source said. Uh, there's been absolutely no third party involved in the split. The last time Avril and Modson were seen together in public was earlier this month when they uh, attended a... Pre-Grammy event in LA. Check this out: Microsoft signed a 10-year deal to bring Xbox games to Nintendo consoles. Microsoft President Brad Smith tweeted to release uh, quote Xbox games and Activision titles like Call of Duty to Nintendo. Wow, well, uh, so, like
0: so
5: to them? I'm not sure. I'm not yeah. sure.
0: So usually uh, Nintendo doesn't show as much gore, right? On their platform Do they have like Any gory
5: games? I yeah. think they have a few But not as much as like yeah. Call of Duty That was kind of Yuki.
0: their
1: thing Like yeah Like Mortal Kombat 2 And that, and the first one That came out Nintendo was like No we're not having the blood that's Like why, more family That's friendly. what made Genesis so big Is nobody wanted to play The Nintendo one Because they didn't have gore
5: uh, It's been a decade Since Call of Duty Was available on the Wii Which is a Nintendo console huh. okay. Uh okay Travis Barker Injured his finger uh, again, this time just ahead of uh, Blink-182's tour. He had dislocated his finger earlier this month when he smashed it during rehearsals. And then on Monday, he shared an Instagram story of two x-ray images showing the re-injured finger. He also captioned a pic of his swollen finger with, again. Uh, Barker didn't say how the injury might affect Blink-182's upcoming tour, which starts March 11th in Tijuana, Mexico. So that's coming up. We'll see how mm-hmm. that goes. He has played injured before. Remember, he was playing with like a broken There's leg no, for a while. Uh, St.
0: Louis date for Blink, huh? for
5: this summer that me man I don't think so not yet uh Paul Rudd seems like a ni- he seems like a nice guy sure he's from Kansas City uh nice. but you know- not be nice <laughs> <laughs> but you uh, should know that he does not want to take pictures with your children at least not your really young kids who don't even know what's going on he says quote I always think this poor kid this kid doesn't want to take a picture with me not only does he have no clue who I am even if he did he'd clearly rather be doing something else just let him go my heart goes out to the kids that uh, kind of get pushed into taking pictures with me so he says pets are fine he takes a lot of pictures with people's (laughs) dogs apparently (laughs) but he doesn't like taking pictures with people's young kids don't
1: ask he probably feels bad that they don't know who he is like you know, he's he's in a situation. I don't know. Like he's in a situation where he barely knows the kid. I'm
5: sure he's been
0: in a situation where he's standing there and a and a parent grabs a screaming kid and yeah. goes, take a picture with this guy. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. And it's it's a, uncomfortable like, for everyone. I don't see my nieces very often. I came when I came to town. My sister had them over, and they were like, "Oh, go up and give Uncle Johnny a hug." And I was like, "They don't have. They don't know me. Like it's fine. Like high five, buddy. Yeah. Like it's fine."
5: Is it too soon for Will Smith to be joking about the Oscar slap? Uh, no It's been over a
0: year Yeah,
5: He doesn't he think to. so He think posted a uh, split screen TikTok the other day Where he's listening Intently to a woman Talk about how you can Ask inanimate objects What they think of you She says, quote, did you know that you can pick any object, look at it, and ask it what it thinks of you, and you will get an answer in your mind from your intuition. At this point, Will then picks up his Oscar, and he's about to speak in the video ends. Some people call it a flex because he's showing off his Oscars. Uh, uh, Others praise Will for being able to laugh at himself, but not everybody approves. One person said, uh, yeah, real funny when he assaulted Chris. So that's... It kind of was funny. It was wrong. stirring up a little bit. Uh, David Harbour thinks it's time for Stranger Things to end. In case you live under a rock, he plays Jim Hopper. He was uh, uh, discussing the film or of the, uh, the the series and said, "We're almost nine years from filming the first season, and I think it's time for it to end." But it is, of course, very bittersweet. There's a sadness there, but also we've all grown up. It's time for us to leave that nest and try other things and different projects, and to let the Duffer Brothers try different things as well. Those guys are so talented. I want to see what they come up with next.
1: Isn't it in the last season? Yeah, I think it's over. Yeah, like, let's see. Like, there's That's one like-
0: more. Right,
5: For I the, think they're the next talking next half about
1: of the season. Yeah. And that's it. I that's think like they're talking about getting divorce papers. and me like, I think we should break
5: up. Yeah, but like, you know what happens when something's this successful, especially with a Netflix thing. Driving spin off. They, they're they're going to talk about spins. They're yeah, going to talk about film. Yeah. They're going to talk about all of it. Yeah. Gonna, I'm sure they're. And Netflix is desperate. Probably, yeah, they're probably yeah. talking about all that right now. Yeah. The LAPD reportedly dispatched a chopper, a helicopter, in an attempt to track down an alleged trespasser at John Mayer's home. Did you guys see this? Who? A person was seen on tape trespassing. There it is. There. It is. <laughs> a, a person was seen on tape trespassing on mayor's property uh in january and police were phoned in for assistance apparently they they said the um, a law enforcement source said that they saw a suspect allegedly moving around camera's range and disappearing before authorities were able to make an identification so they called out a full-blown chopper overhead mayor wasn't there at the time and they were they, they lost this guy but apparently they were chasing this dude who they just saw on a property. I guess there was, like, some local security there, maybe mayor's security. Mm. Called cops, and they called the chopper to chase this dude down. Pretty interesting story. We'll see what happens uh, with that kind of it stuff. Was, I, oh, it was a dude. I just didn't know. Yeah,
1: yeah. I would assume it was a lady. I, was th- I thought it would be well, yeah, Jennifer Aniston. I just want
5: to give him my panties. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you guys ever watch Mindhunter?
1: Yeah, the first season.
5: Pretty pretty cool. Really it, good show, It had yeah. two seasons. Uh, it was a David Fincher thing. Uh, but David Fincher has confirmed that the Netflix series will not return for a third season. Based on a true crime book of the same name, the show first launched uh, on the Netflix in 2017, set in 1977, and followed FBI agents uh, Ford and Tench as they attempt to get inside the minds of a serial killer, a completely new brand of murderer at the time. A second season was released in 19, and the series then got a big fan base, and they announced that they were going to have a third, and people were really stoked. So this is big, disappointing news uh, for, uh, for fans. Is that something that. to watch? It's good.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, uh, apparently it'll be a cliffhanger for the ending. We, yeah. No it's, idea what's going to happen. It's good.
5: I mean, if you like the murder stuff, this is a, this is a well-produced thing from Fincher. Huh. Yeah. Um, good so it's going to end and
0: not have
1: It an doesn't ending?
5: have a third season. But, but this doesn't make the first two seasons not worth watching. It, they're and really
1: good. It, it, well, it's like the first serial killer hunting unit in the FBI. Like, the first people to
0: even identify that there are serial killers. You know killers. what, though? Knowing that it's going to end
5: like this. I don't think I'm going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, but that's the Dexter thing. Remember, people are like, oh, the ending sucks, but well, it's that's totally worth the watch. Well, that's why I am to watch
0: Dexter, because I know...
5: But it's worth the watch. Why but don't,
0: I'm, about to, I'm, I'm anticipating the end. Why I don't rewatch? it Y'all Alpha? ruined it for me.
5: Don't put that evil on me. I didn't ruin anything. I'm, I'm encouraging you to watch good TV. <laughs> it's been a pretty rare occurrence, and it happened, hasn't happened in years, but the Rolling Stones... Are, we, are working with the Beatles? Wow. Get this. Well, the remaining Beatles, oh. of course. Uh, sources say Paul McCartney has recorded bass parts on the Stones' upcoming album, and Ringo Starr is expected to play on it, too, which is pretty freaking sweet, right? This is a supergroup, a full-on yeah, supergroup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Stones have been working on the album for years, which means it's also going to have some of the original work from Charlie Watts, uh, much, much, yeah. who died last year. It's her first album of original material since A Bigger Bang in 2005, but I think that's really cool Well, stuff. I mean, think yeah.
0: about, you know kids of the 60s, you know, hey, one day, the Stones and the Beatles will work together on a a, a record. The Beatles wrote some of their early songs. Uh...
1: I don't remember what it was. Uh, da- to dance with you, I think was one. Like they, they, the Stones would literally, yeah, would hunt John and Paul down in the street, and be like, "Hey, do you have any songs for us?" They'd be like, "Fine, here's some crap we're
0: not gonna do."
5: Yeah, don't worry, be happy by uh, the Stones was the Beatles That was song, a great song. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
5: What? And uh, yeah. wheels on the bus. Yeah. Was next, the bus. more than a feeling. Next song. <laughs> uh, next. My, song. next, my, next uh, <laughs> <laughs> Next story: Metallica Drinks. has released behind the scenes, and finally, Metallica has released behind the scenes footage from the making of the official uh, Tim Sa- Sassenti directed is that music video. Now, this is apparently some some big director guy. Uh, latest single "Screaming Suicide." The track is taken from the band's 12th studio album, "72 Seasons," which will arrive on April 14th via the band's own Blackened Recordings, produced by Greg Feidelman uh, Metallica's James Hetfield and Lars Ulrich the, uh, it's it's 77 minutes 12 track 72 seasons or, Yeah, that's the, the name of the record is called 72 seasons the uh, the behind the scenes of the video pretty cool you get to see Metallica doing Metallica stuff you get to see some of the behind the scenes it's I would full... expect them to be doing Metallica mm-hmm. stuff But if I they mean, are Metallica it's kind of fun I, I know a lot of people don't do the uh, the behind the scenes of videos anymore but I, there was like a phase there where everybody was doing the behind the scenes and I, I love that, I like stuff. that stuff as a music fan I love it if you're a Metallica fan you don't get those sort of looks into this uh, all that much. It's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. It's up on the blog for you to check out. The uh, the record comes out uh, April 14th, by the way.
0: All right, celebrities celebrating a birthday today. Drew Barrymore is 48. Uh, James Blunt, remember James Blunt? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. You're beautiful. You're beautiful.
0: He is 49. Thomas Jane, he is the guy with the gigantic junk from the show Hung. Two first names. Uh, he was uh, the Punisher in the two thousand four uh, Punisher movie. Huh? Used to be married to Patricia Arquette. Anyway, he's uh, fifty four <laughs> today. Jerry Ryan, she was seven of nine on Star Trek Voyager. Uh, yeah. She is fifty five. Rachel Dratch, okay, she she was on SNL. She left the show to join Tina Fey on Thirty Rock, but producers replaced her with Jane Krakowski, and Rachel ended up only doing 12 episodes as various characters. She had like these weird cameos where she'd yeah. be like Elizabeth Taylor and then like a cat lady, and yeah. yeah she is a 57 today. She's stay. really funny though. Uh, Kyle crazy. McLaughlin, uh, Agent Dale Cooper on Twin Peaks is 64, and Dr. J, Julie Serving is 73 today. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's where fun and fantasy meet is Anastasia Pierce. And today's birthday girl has been in 428 fine films, including The Adventures of Nurse Lick 11 and 13, <laughs> Bondage Wonderland, in a movie called Booty Camp,
4: Bondage is Wonderland,
0: Gorgeous Chloroformed Women, What? How- <laughs> House of Legs 27, Elmer's Legacy, The Layer of LaTeX, Secretaries in Bondage, and Who Could Forget a Roll, in 2007's Toes in Turmoil. Anastasia oh, yeah. Pierce is 49 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those were crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. All right, it is the Rizzuto Show presented by the Fast Flame. We have some of your emails after the break. We'll also talk to Chris Kerber about some Blues hockey. Ah. Not going so great. Not going so great for the Blues. They lost
4: again last night, Dikes. and it was once again not pretty. It's battle hockey. Hey, this is Rafe from the Rizzuto Show on 1057 The Point. That's right, you're talking to Captain Porksteak himself, and I want to talk to you about prize picks. Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 100 times my money this basketball season. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players. And stat types are what makes Prize Picks the number one fantasy sports app. Now this week on Prize Picks, I'm looking at the playoff basketball board and selecting uh, Anthony Edwards for more than 29 points and Nikola Jokic for more than 10 rebounds or Jalen Brunson for more than 30 points and Tyrese Halliburton for more than 10 assists. And WNBA is right around the corner. I'm going to pick Caitlin Clark to make three pointers on my lineup when the women's basketball season tips off later this month. Download the app today and use code Riz for a first deposit match up to $100. bucks. i am going to repeat that. Download the app today and use code Riz for the first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I love prize picks, and you will too. Prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy.
0: Nice weather yesterday, spending time out on the deck. My deck courtesy of gotcha. Chester Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018... Yeah, 2018. the 2018. The deck was in, in disrepair. And we we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck and they did a tear down of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews, they used their own tools. Um We did the underdecking, we did the the concrete patio, they did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated, all the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention The Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at chesterfieldfence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Uh, uh, nice weather yesterday, spending time out on the deck. My deck courtesy of Chesterfield Fence and Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018. I think 2018. The, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like, the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so, we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets' deck, and they did a tear-down of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um... We did the under-decking, we did the uh, the concrete patio, they did it all, everything was in-house over there and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows, they're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated, all the products are guaranteed by a five year labor warranty. When you mention The Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck?
5: Woods Basement Systems, the all-things basement experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet-soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time. They get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a Total safety hazard And Woods Basement Systems Helped me fix that For good Not only did they level The entire slab of concrete But they installed piers To make sure that the job Was done right For the long term They can fix your settling driveways And so much more The basement waterproofing The foundation repair Egress windows Go to MoonLovesWoods.com For a free estimate today Don't wait any longer Prevent further damage Remember the problems Won't get better with time They'll get better with Woods Because the problem Will be fixed forever It's the all things tea experts At Woods woods basement systems get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com
0: hey what's up this is kevin Hafner. you might know me as rod Farber from super troopers yeah this is steve Lemmy. i'm officer mac from super troopers and you're listening to the Rizzuto show on 1057 <laughs> the point happy birthday riz hey
5: riz happy birthday man douche <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right welcome back to the Riz show presented by the fast Flame. belville john is here hey everybody how you doing all the way from Baltimore. all Dude, across the river? Across the river. East Belleville. Through the, the woods. woods. East Belleville. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the true. is, West Belleville would be nothing. Uh, we'll talk to uh, Chris Kerber in a little while. We'll talk uh, some blues hockey. We'll do a giveaway, give away some Point Fest tickets. Did you go to Point Fest as a kid at all?
1: Uh, yeah, I not only went to Point Fest, I'd go to Homegrown every year, too. Oh, wow. I yeah. mean, you're talking old yeah. school. Yeah, like Slapdash and all sorts of those, those awesome
0: bands. I think Gravity Kills is there a bunch of times. At homegrown? Yeah, or at least early. That makes sense. I, yeah, yeah. So we got Point Fest tickets. We have tickets to go see uh, an advanced screening of Cocaine Bear today. Down at Alamo Draft Drafthouse. Uh, tickets to go see Muse and Evanescence. We've got tickets to go see Highly Suspect. So somebody's got to try this and tell me if this works. So there is a TikToker who has to call customer service a lot because of her job. So she posted this hack, if you want to call it. A hack that'll bypass hold and get you talking to a human. Somebody's got to try this out and let me zero, know if this works. Zero. Yeah, zero. I just usually scream until the robot starts listening to me. So when she gets to the main menu, she hits zero pound three times in a row. As in zero pound, zero pound, zero pound. And she says it works on 90% of the time with large companies.
5: Yeah, I thought this was kind of, I thought everybody kind of knew this.
0: The, zero pound? I mean zero or zero pound. Three. Or it, so three times.
5: You hit zero, and then if it doesn't work right away and it starts repeating, you hit pound. And if that if that doesn't work, then you have to.
1: I thought yeah, if you just stick with it, eventually you get to talk to a very. Uh, like despondent, (laughs) angry human being. That's usually what happens because it's somebody's like sitting in an office with cobwebs over their head. Like the phone never rings. They're like, oh God, now I have to talk to somebody.
0: Listen, here's what she says.
3: Time is money in my business. And when I'm waiting on hold with Expedia, or American, Delta, Verizon, AT&T, they're literally wasting my time when I only have one question to ask them. This information I'm going to share with you is definitely going to save you a lot of time. And literally 90% of the time I get through in less than two minutes, and they help me and I'm on my way. Let's say you call American Airlines or Wells Fargo. You call up the customer service number. You get to the main menu and you click zero pound, zero pound, zero pound, and you go all the way through to a customer service rep just like that. This little piece of information has saved me so much time and aggravation and frustration, so try it out. And it worked about 90% of the time and only on the larger companies.
1: There you go. All right, cool. I uh, I had an identi- identity fraud thing like uh, two or three weeks ago where they uh, – it was weird. They were sending me, like, emails. They signed me up for a bunch of newsletters. Mm-hmm. So, all of a sudden, I was getting, like, hundreds of, like, hey, you know, welcome to uh, StickyGuys.com and stuff like that. StickyGuys.com. Just, like, just the weirdest. like I don't, have a sign in for yeah, that, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I it's might King have signed Scott. you
6: up. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, it's okay. I, I figured I it was love it. that website.
1: Uh, it's so good. It's uh, it's one of my favorites. And, yeah, it was, like, all these. And then, in the middle of it, it was my card got charged $700 oh, man. for an online store uh, for an iPhone. And... I went home and I called the store and was like, hey, I would like to talk to somebody about this. And I didn't realize until I was like halfway through every conversation, I was talking to a robot. Uh, But they had like synthesized
0: the AI voice so so well. So lifelike. And then by the time I actually
1: got to talk to a human being, they were the angriest, saddest human being I'd ever talked to. They're like, yeah, hello. Yeah, (laughs) identity fraud. Have you changed your password? That's all we can do. Just change your password. It's like, okay, great. That's awesome. Welcome to Sticky Guys
0: Customer <laughs>
5: Service.
0: <laughs> 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 oh,
1: I you thought it was. Your I thought it was Stinky Guys.
5: No, no. I was fine with Stinky Guys. Uh, today's <laughs> That's
0: not good. Today's Ash Wednesday. So you'll see people walking around with the ashes on their forehead mm-hmm. today. Uh, the official start of Lent. Is that just a Catholic thing?
5: Um, you um, know, I, I, don't I know. Mean, I think it's kind of sort of like that. I think I my think mother participates, and she's not Catholic. I think yeah. it
6: could be a Lutheran thing I mean, too. I don't they think cross over Emo Phillips, I don't think he's a Catholic, and he said uh, that he's given up picking his belly button for Lent. <laughs> well, like today he said that? You're talking about the he Lent? That's his, that's his
5: old classic oh, joke. for Lent. You're, you're yeah. talking about the Lent thing uh, or the ashes on the forehead? The
0: ashes on the forehead.
5: Yeah, my, I think my mother does participate that was, in that, and, that's, and she's not Catholic.
0: The joke he just made
1: made me angry that I got it eventually. <laughs> <laughs>
6: I'm angry Billy. that he said it. I'm yeah. going to be honest what? with you. It's emo. Yeah. It's one of the greatest quotes he's yeah. ever said. You have to do it in his voice, though.
0: Yeah. Uh, so Ash Wednesday today, the official start of Lent, and a lot of people give up something uh, for 40 days as a symbol of sacrifice. I feel like I gave up 27 days of alcohol in January, so I'm good, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Covered for the rest of the year. Yeah.
6: Yeah.
0: 27 and a half days. I'm good. That's as hard yeah. as you I'm can make gonna, it. I'm hey,
6: going to ride Lent. that. It's Lent good. somewhere.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna ride that. If you don't celebrate, you know. Have have you given up anything you love for a, a big length of time? Like, uh, have you made that sacrifice at some point in your life?
5: Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, big time. I mean, I just because I went to my doctor and she told me I was gross last year. Mm. <laughs> diagnosed me with just being disgusting about a year ago. Is like that my, in your chart? Gross. Yeah. It was literally like uh, a <laughs> blood type Crisco. And, uh, so it, it was bad. And so I gave up eating fast food and dieting and I gave it. Where does Mountain Dew stuff? fall on that? <laughs> uh, well, it falls out of the, I lost enough weight that I'm no longer gross. I'm just, uh, catastrophically normal. Ah,
2: okay. Yeah. Hmm.
5: yeah kidney stones. I mean, when I had the kidney stones, they said, Hey man, re- reduce, reduce the salty meats and, uh, and, uh, and soda. And I said, okay,
6: cool. Great. Mm. Immediately.
0: Oh yeah, Uh, Scott gave up sex for thirty-nine years. Yeah, yes, I did that.
6: Yeah, Uh, but no, the the one challenge I had was I always like the one sweet thing I loved was cookies. So I decided the day before Christmas one year that I was going to go a whole year without eating cookies, and I did. And um, so that was a good challenge. Thank you, thank you for your service. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. you're welcome. And whenever I had my first cookie the year later, it was just butter and salt and gross.
0: Oh, So really? I don't really
6: care about cookies anymore. Are you serious? They're good, but they're not my favorite thing. Yeah. I would think after a year of wow. not eating cookies, it would be
0: the best cookie. They're not Maybe good. The we tricked ourselves
6: into thinking they're What yummy, the hell kind of cookie did oh, you eat? It ball. was from a fancy place tricked out in LA. Yourself. Tricked yourself. Yeah, it's the no. salt, sugar, and, uh, and yeah. It's just, ah. well,
5: yeah, where's the bad words? Like so far, it sounds really good, dude. Yeah,
1: those are categorically the things that every human being craves like naturally. Possibly, yeah. So we,
0: the reason we kill animals is for the <laughs> things that you just listen. Like so so, I, so I, I, was, I tried this dry January out. Yeah. Uh, my first drink was uh, 27 and a half days in, and I went down to uh, Dan Cummins. I went to go see Dan Cummins over the pageant. We went out to dinner with a couple buddies before, and I had uh, a, a glass of, uh, of, uh, of whiskey, and it's the greatest tasting whiskey i ever had (laughs)
2: yeah
0: this is amazing uh well the best thing about giving up drinking is when
1: you start drinking again you get so drunk i was hammered i uh when i was in florida i gave up because i felt like it was wrong to drink by myself which was i was so cute and naive back in my early Mm -hmm. 30s and uh yeah i didn't want to drink by myself i didn't know anybody and then moved to kansas city met some friends and and hung out and like the first beer i Mm -hmm. had was like Oh my God. There it is. This is
0: the best <laughs> feeling in the world. And this guy would first cookie in a year. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's just
5: salt and butter. It's yeah. a bad cookie. What's I, wrong with you? You had a bad cookie. I'm sorry to hear that.
6: No, nah, I mean, they're all right, but it is nice. Uh, if you have a sweet tooth, give that one thing. You probably won't enjoy sweets as much.
1: That's I, pretty nice. I was like, it was fast food. Like, I, I yeah. gave up that for like six months. And then when I went back to it, I was like, good God. I'm going to keep eating this. Yeah. But, yeah. God, <laughs> but, I feel delicious. terrible. God, this is amazing. I, but I, I'm going to, yeah, be covered in grease and in the bathroom killing myself. All
0: like right. It. Let's uh, get some emails here. Ratio at 1057thepoint.com. Or you can also send us your instant feedback through the 1057thepoint mobile app. Yesterday, we had this stat. The average or people should only be peeing for 21 seconds.
5: Are we I, for- t- I forgot to test it. Yeah, I tested it. I, forgot I to. tested it. I don't How know. We're supposed to be
0: timing ourselves. I I I tested it. I peed uh, uh, twice uh, yesterday with a with a, a stopwatch going. One was twenty three seconds. Oh, uh, and another was twenty two seconds. Right no on target. Way. Wow. Wow. So every mammal over was at six point six pounds.
5: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Every mammal optimum peeing time is twenty one seconds. Yeah. Twenty right. seconds
1: is it bad to stay under or is it worse to go over? They said either way. Either way. Either so way is it, bad. Either, either way on,
5: supposedly is an issue. So, so you, you think, just grunt
1: and cut it off at twenty one. No, seconds. you shouldn't be cutting it off. Yeah, well, it sounds like you should. You, you should gotta be cutting cut it off. it off. No,
5: no, no see yeah. that's that's the thing. They're not they're not saying try to get it to twenty one, although they they were saying like basically train yourself to do that because it's a health a health yeah. issue. But if you're way over or way under, there may be signs of something going if on. If you're
0: way over, you are not going in time. Like you should be feeling like you have to pee and pee for twenty one seconds. Okay.
5: And if you're, if you're under, under,
0: if you're under, you're training yourself to go when you don't have to go. But there also may be prostate
5: wrong. issues or right. something yeah. else.
0: Uh, Travis, writes, I wanted to thank you guys for making me time how long I'm peeing for. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome, <laughs> man. <laughs> Timely and topical, Fun intended. Love you guys. Take care of yourselves. I own a lot of. I know a lot of people did time themselves yesterday.
5: <laughs> as did I. Wow, that's yeah. so funny.
0: I set my stopwatch. I went go.
5: We need a chart. We, we're going to see a study of the, uh, uh, you know, the cities across the U.S. Who are the healthiest peers?
0: Uh, Demaris, we are number uh, one. In Louis, yeah. Demaris asked this question. Uh, thoughts on testing grapes at the store before you buy them?
5: Oh, that's not all right.
1: No. If you buy them, eventually it's fine, I guess. But
5: but that's not why you, you would. But test that's
1: them. not why you're testing them because if they taste.
5: Yeah. Why don't I just <sighs> get into the Skittles bag too and see how I, I like know, those?
6: Though. If they're selling bad grapes, then they shouldn't. No, you I shouldn't have like you, like if you're say, buying grapes, you're rolling the dice so anyway. Are it's a gamble. You, are you out of your mind? Yeah, you can always take take it back and say, hey, this was terrible, and no, you can you can it. return yeah. grapes. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 oh yeah, yeah, I've never even thought about
1: returning food, like other than at a restaurant. But you I've, can. Yeah.
6: Not many people
1: do. Yeah, for good reason. No. It looks crazy.
5: Yeah, Yo, you're taking a bite out of the grapes first. <laughs> I'm not. All, it's disgusting. First of all, that's all by weight, so you're stealing it regardless. If you're testing it. You're not weighing the, the grape that you just took when you actually go and we'll say buy the things that you tested. So you're cheating them twice.
0: Yeah, and add an extra couple ounces to that.
5: That's ridiculous. I'm just, if I just mm-hmm. Somebody well, tests out eating, grapes. You're I'm also not... eating
0: unwashed grapes. Yeah.
5: Mm. That's true. That's
0: my takeaway.
5: Yeah, but it's not like you've never done that. I can well, see people. I can see okay. people rationalizing with themselves and thinking that this is okay. Yeah, you know, and I'm thought, here to tell you that you, I don't think this is okay. You take a car
0: for a test drive. Right, you put miles on it.
5: Is this a narkable situation?
0: <laughs> I'm not narking on anybody. Oh man, I see that old woman over there.
1: Yeah, I
5: don't know. Well, She's,
0: g- I saw her eat three grapes.
5: This is a bo- this God is- will
0: judge her, though. I mean, I don't know that. This
5: is you a need line. to nark. I'm not her getting out. involved. This is a line. I'm not a nark. That would actually. Guy,
0: you get a nark on somebody eating grapes?
5: Listen, if it's my if if this is my local place that I go to all the time and I see this kind of thing happening for how many grapes? Like it doesn't two. Matter. Three? It doesn't matter. The fingers are in One the greens grape I may, your that I, that I may be trying, I may be eating this. I don't know where these people have been. There's enough people well, touching You're supposed these to be grapes. washing your produce anyway. I understand that, but I'm saying this is this is absurd. This is a you're violation. A stand? Yeah, you should. And I'm not saying that you want to get them in trouble, but I would say, either say something yourself or have somebody go over there and say, "Hey, man, you can't do that. Well, you can't do that."
1: You would actually go up to somebody at a grocery store, man.
5: I don't. And I'm not no afraid way. of confrontation. I, you're not doing that. You don't think so? No. Right?
0: I,
1: I don't, don't think you so.
5: Don't, I don't know if you know me, brother. I don't. That I don't, Excuse me, I'm, miss. I, no, excuse me. Like, uh, hey, hey, what, hey, hey, what are you doing?
1: Remember those? Uh, there was those videos where the the cart narcs, where the guy was like in the the shopping yes, lo- the, the the parking lots at the shopping centers, and anytime somebody didn't put the carts back, he'd go and. visit. I see you
0: doing this with grapes. That's my like, old partner Woody. Yeah,
1: yeah. His, his, oh, is it him? That. Yeah, okay. but, that, but,
5: that, but, that, but that's like that's that's pointing out a guy who's affecting Just being a jerk. Who, yeah who's affecting society I think that affects really.
0: society worse than stealing
1: okay. a grape. Okay. Well, all right, I'm going to take no, no, moon's
0: no. I'm going to be devil's advocate here and take moon's side for a second. Okay? If everybody steals a grape, prices go up. See? Now we now it's, you know, we can, we can't afford grapes anymore because people are stealing grapes. Everybody's stealing grapes? They put
6: them in one of those little locked things.
5: Yeah. You you got to call a a manager over if they keep
0: the razors. If
5: there's a place that has to have some general (laughs) sanctity, some sort of like sacredness, it's the place we're getting all of our food.
0: It's not your job. They have people to do that. I hope so. Yeah.
5: I hope so. I'm just saying like, well, let's put it out there. We're talking to a large amount of people right now. And maybe some of you think that this is okay to be taste-tested produce. Get out of here. Well, so, that's so silly.
1: <laughs> I don't understand. So, what's the difference with that if you go to Costco and there's like samples out?
5: Because they've chosen to give you it samples. Because that's
1: they're, they're giving that. it away. But well, don't you think a lot of grocery in. stores factor in there's going to be some grape loss?
6: That doesn't the make it right. grape loss
5: has nothing to do with this.
6: Because they also I, factor in you stealing, you know, some kid's going to steal some kind of game or yeah, something Yeah, they like factor that, in so, the theft. But retail, that's not a, that yeah. doesn't mean it's supposed to happen. Moon's just talking about an honesty thing. Oh.
5: Uh, no, I'm talking about a nasty thing. I don't want your hands near my produce. Well, Touch what you're going to oh, get. Oh, okay. that's a better point. I get that. Touch yeah. what but you're going to get.
0: You don't know how many people have touched your stuff on its way from the field.
5: Uh, well, that's how I said. There's enough hands that are already touching my <laughs> I don't need, produce. Just I don't, one I don't, more. I don't, I don't so, need more.
1: It, so the lesson is if you're going to steal grapes. Wear gloves. Wear gloves. And you're fine with it. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What if you see somebody glove up?
5: If you're going to steal grapes, take the bag. Okay? Don't leave anything behind.
6: <laughs> <laughs> what if you see somebody glove up? Um. They're responsible thieves. I
5: mean, that really does change things a little bit.
6: Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: first. You guys
5: are ridiculous. That's okay, though.
0: I. I don't even know
1: that your it's okay.
5: Your point
0: your point is just people touching them, not the stealing.
5: No, it's both, but but for me I care more about the touching stuff. Like yeah, yeah, don't I mean th- okay, the, the things that you like you're okay to touch, what? Like melons, avocados, things that I'm not eating outside well, I'm gonna of. I'm to knock on my melon melons. to see if it's uh, What I say. Those aren't things that I'm eating outside of. Grapes, strawberries, you start finger food and the, the, the protein okay, so if, <laughs> if there is, is, is the, the,
0: the, apples. Okay. I'm going to pick, th- I'm going to touch stuff to see. Yeah. Uh, I'm touching things to take a good apples.
5: Are you biting it? Well, are you putting it to your face and biting it? But I'm not, t- I'm not biting half a grape and putting it back. But, but, no, but somebody's that's going through, they're going to bite. Oh, no, no, this isn't a good bag. I'm going to go to the next. But one. But if taste, you're taste, taste, worried about people
1: touching your grapes, aren't you washing them before you eat them? Yes,
5: but, uh, again, like, uh, uh, how You're can you are out of you your mind. Def- I'm out of my mind? You're defending this sort of behavior?
1: I'm not defending anything, but I'm... De- you know what? I was at the, the grocery store, Star Market, in Boston, and I saw this woman and her child, and they were wearing, like, ragamuffin clothes. They were shaking because they were so emaciated and skinny, and I saw her steal a grape, and I just let it go. I just well, let it go because I was like, you. you know what? She needs the nutrition. But <laughs> you, on the other hand... Would have gone up, knocked her out.
5: I'm more against you taste testing the grapes than I am stealing the grapes. All right, next, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. next
0: email here. Uh, Mardi Gras, this one having to do with Mardi Gras. First year, no arrests. First year, marijuana is legal and available all over St. Louis. Coincidence? Coincidence? I think not.
6: No. Yeah, we heard that down there a few times. What do you mean? Well, it was high and chill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, our, our buddy, the truck driver, he, every time cops would walk by, he'd be like, hey, do you guys want to take a hit? Uh, I was, he was
1: doing that. I was
6: like, ah huh, oh, I guess you could do that now. That's interesting. Huh. Yeah. Well.
1: It's it's weird that we've come full circle on street weed. Like yeah. I was I was taught growing up that people would offer me drugs on street corners and trench coats, and they would hey kid, come over here. Never once happened until they legalized marijuana. And now if I go downtown pretty much any major city that's legalized it now, you can't like you go to New York, it's everywhere. Like, I was walking with my 13-year-old, and some guy was like, hey, kid, come over here. And I was like, no, no, dare to say no to oh, the drugs, man. kiddo. No, <laughs> no, you don't want street weed. I'll get you the good stuff.
0: I know. So so no arrests in Mardi Gras, marijuana, legal. I don't know. Can you correlate all that stuff? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, uh, probably, yeah. Maybe, maybe. relax. Uh, Zach says, just dropping in to say uh, show's kicking ass this year. You guys are awesome. Met Moon at Eureka Days. He's a down to earth dude. Keep on keeping on, guys.
5: Oh, thank you. Zach, thank you, thank you. Eureka Days was
0: fun. Uh, King Scott say the word wolf. Wolf. Yep, yeah, he says wolf. wolf. Ask King Scott to say wolf. I like that he says wolf instead.
6: Yeah, you have to. It's the only appropriate thing. That's why they they spelled it that say way. Say wolf. Wolf. Wow, it does sound weird when it you sound say it. But I like, that woof. I like woof. I like woof just way better. It's easier to say. It's quicker.
1: Is that than, why we say dogs say woof? Because I don't think dogs actually go woof. No, he's just saying it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay.
6: No, I just I just always picture the you know a truck stop the shirt and you, those woof. are those are woofs on those the, shirts.
1: The howling at the moon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's woofs.
2: Wolves. Yeah.
0: Uh, Aaron writes in, morning morning guys, Monday I took my kids to a challenge park, very similar to ones you see at uh, like American Ninja Warrior training places. Oh, yeah. Neato. I saw this 8- to 10-year-old boy push a girl, who was probably around 5, to the ground. The girl ran in front of him as he was doing a course, and the boy stopped. He didn't run into her, but he stopped and then pushed her to the ground. I looked around for either kid's parent. Nobody was there. I went up to the kid and told him in no uncertain words that he will never push that girl again. He just kind of stared at me and walked away. Right thing to do? Or should I have just let it go? So basically, I yelled at a kid that was not my own.
6: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the right thing to do because that guy's going to grow up to start stealing grapes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never know. It's future grape
0: Yeah. You see a, a, a older kid push a younger <laughs> little girl down to the ground. Nobody's around.
5: Man. I would say yeah. it in, in a probably as is, is kind of a way as, as possible. And I would start with, hey, man, I saw that. Like, pe- pe- people uh, people, saw your behavior. And do you think that's okay? Like, remember when you were five? Like, you, th- you think that's okay to oh, I'm do I'm not going to
0: lecture the kid. I'm going to go, hey, hey, we don't do that here. I would that's just go up and it. shove him to the ground. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah Give him a dose yeah. of his own medicine. I probably,
5: I probably would say something. There was a, there was a time where we, we were at Queenie Park. <clears throat> and they got that big old, um, it's like a big... Oh, Playground, like a pyramid. yeah, pyramid. It's, it's playground area, and the, and the pyramid ends up being what King of the Hill for all yes. these all these kids. They're all doing that, and there was these uh, I wouldn't even say older kids. They were older than my kids at the time. My kids were super young, and they were cursing up a storm, dude. And that's what I had an issue with. And they were getting violent with each other. But I was like, Hey, 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 come on, man, you King of the Hill, like what? Be a good example and like clean your mouth up. And I I, I gave him this big lecture about cleaning your mouth up because he just kept on going and started cursing at me. And I was like, "Hey, hey, yeah, I bet you it takes me less than 2 minutes to find your parents and get them over here." Mm. And it was, uh, I got to do something because there was tons of kids. That's one, also, that's one of those parks that you just, people just throw their kids in yeah, and then just between let them. grapes
1: and children cussing, I think you would have a good time in Iran or Saudi Arabia as a morality police.
5: Oh, wow. That's an interesting <laughs> interesting jump there. I'm just, I don't, I, morality
1: I, would, police. I don't care if kids are cussing. I, honestly, I, I used to say to my son who's 13, if he cussed, I would be like, hey, you haven't earned that. Like, I've lived a tough life. You, I can cuss. Cause you hear me cussing, but I've earned that because I've had some crap having me, buddy. But then I realized, like, it sucks being a kid
0: today. It's it's tough being my, a kid. My whole thing is, you yell at a kid like that, and the parent comes over and goes, "You
5: don't know yelling at my kid." Well, I wasn't yelling at him at first. I was having a discussion, like, "Hey, man, like, you're an example. You're the oldest kid out here. This kid was like 15." Oh, I'm
0: definitely not think saying about- anything to a and 15 there was, year And old.
5: there was like five year olds well, everywhere. Especially
0: yeah. think about it. Think about you at 15, an adult who's not your your adult came right. up to you and started lecturing. You go, oh, I yeah. roll. Yeah, but yeah. If, you would, but, but then
5: you was, would think about it yeah, all the if time. If there was some care oh, there, if there was some care, because I'm sure this happened, and if there was some care and there wasn't this just like attacking attitude and they had something to make me think about, of course I'm going to think about that. If A reasonable person that has some thoughts to them is going to think about, oh, wait, I'm in public, I'm in society, and it affects others. It does matter. I'm not talking about morality.
0: Please. Well, let's talk about the 8- to 10-year-old here who pushed down the girl. I don't think I'm gonna lecture the kid. I'm gonna go, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, we don't do that here. I I just don't have a problem with kids cussing.
5: Yeah, I don't have a problem with kids cussing either, except for when my kids are here. And now and then they're gonna start saying it, dude. This kid, this is this wasn't like a was he uh, like, oh damn it, this this kid was like threatening people. I'm gonna beat your f and blah 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 and all this. Okay, that's that's that's
1: that. But if the the kid's just like yelling random curse words, no, no,
5: no, he was he was threatening like eight year olds and throwing them off the pyramid. and All this. Okay, that's fine. The time if he's like using
1: ethnic slurs or something like that, they're like, hey, hey, oh, that's oh
5: yeah, yeah,
6: you're not okay with that.
1: Then I'll step in. But if it's just random f and s, I don't care.
6: I know the one time that I'll step in and do that. You know, when you hear a kid cursing like that, I'll be, "Hey, cut it out!" And then her parents say, "Hell, hey, he's got Tourette's, man." Like, ah, sorry, guys. Uh, One more, one more uh, email (laughs) about a kid here. Uh, Need
0: the show's opinion. Thoughts on taking a 12-year-old to Breaking Ben and Disturbed? Eclectic music-loving kiddo. This would be her first concert. I saw the show announcement and sent a pic to my husband. My original thought was she would love this. He bought tickets for him and I. Uh, He doesn't think she would enjoy herself late and loud, but she's always been the kid to voluntarily go to bed when she's tired. Oh, so we have seats. Okay. Okay. Just need your advice on taking her or not. Hmm.
5: I would say, um, one of the worst things is when my kids, my kids have been around us forever. So they're pretty bored at concerts anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like 12 year old, 12 year old kid. Yeah. So the worst thing you can do is take them to an experience that you want them to love And you keep them there too long because it will be a bad thing in their head. So make sure you're ready to leave when they're ready to leave. If you're fine with that, this is great.
0: Here's what I did. Remember, I took my kids to Pearl Jam. Yeah. Okay, and I said, hey, we're taking you kids to Pearl Jam. This is mom and dad's, like, one of our favorite bands. We ain't leaving early. (laughs) (laughs) We are not leaving early. I don't care how much you (laughs) bitch and moan, we're not leaving early. Yeah. 20,000 people at Enterprise Center. Sold-out show. My 13-year-old boy loved it. In fact, we went to go see the Smashing Pumpkins and Jane's Addiction a couple weeks later. Love that, too. My daughter, 11 years old. 20,000 people on their feet, one person sleeping. That's my daughter.
5: <laughs> <laughs> at least she was sleeping. Yeah, she did it right.
0: She knew yeah. we were not leaving.
5: But, you know, you get a crabby kid and you're trying to, trying to force them to love something you love. You're just doomed. Right, you, I mean, yeah, yeah you have,
1: good, you have to answer. make sure they're into the music first. Because yeah, yeah. if they don't like it, and you, then you have to leave early. You'll be mad at them. But also, it'll ruin the concert for everybody around you, too. Because if I'm at a concert and I see people not having a good time, it kind of bothers me. Especially if they force their children in there.
0: Oh, I forced my kids there. Yeah. No, they wanted to go. They said they wanted what? to go. I said, all right, listen, here's the deal. I'm going to take you, but you're staying. Did you go to any concerts with your parents? No. Yeah? No, never. My parents weren't like concert people.
1: Mine either. Uh, I, I took The only t- the concert I've taken my six-year-old to is Weird Al.
6: That's, oh, that's perfect. Quick. That's a perfect first. It, it would have
1: been, except for it was all originals. Oh, it
6: was, the acoustic, was, was that the acoustic?
1: It, it was fun. The... It was fine, but we didn't know any of the songs. It was all his original stuff, so it was no parodies, uh, no yeah, no That fat, was the more recent you know, like one. No, like a surgeon. Yeah. yeah, that was the... Okay. And he's, he's great. I love Weird Al. Yeah. But it was like... oh. God, I didn't know when I got tickets for this that we wouldn't know anything. My six-year-old who's so bored during the concert.
0: Yeah, listen, I think it's okay to take the kid. You know, there's going to be some harsh language. I don't know if that's the question nah. you're asking, or if there's going if the, it's the, well, I don't want to leave early. Well, lay down the law and say, hey, I'm going to take you, but we ain't leaving early.
5: Yeah, manage your expectations. Yeah, but there's nothing more heartbreaking. Then when you're trying to share something that you love so much and your kids are like, this sucks. That's like me watching <laughs> I
1: don't, Beavis and Butthead with my son.
0: Oh, yeah.
5: It's I, a I, I try break. to
0: watch Beavis and Butthead with my boy. And I'm like, ooh, you're going to love this. Dude, here we go. I love this when I was your you're age. Gonna, you're going to love this. Come yeah. sit down. He goes, dad, this is stupid.
6: Dude. Like, oh, uh, man. Man. Yes, it my is stupid.
0: I used to watch
5: it. My kids have not survived 90 seconds of any Monty Python I have tried to force down their throat. <laughs> and it is the biggest heartbreak of my life. I'll tell you what.
0: I was disappointed he didn't like... Naked gun. Because I thought that would be, I I thought it was a home run.
1: Right?
5: Heartbreak, right? You're like, no, Uh, no.
1: I uh, I did that with my son in um, uh, Hot Shots.
5: Oh, Hot Shots. Same Same thing. I I
1: was like sitting there laughing, not even paying attention to him. And then at one point, the guy's in, it's at the beginning. He's like got the antlers on. He's about to get shot. And I'm just laughing. I look over at him. He's just like, do I have to keep looking at the screen to make this guy happy? Can I look at my phone, Please. My God. Disappointment. Great disappointment. Yeah. All
0: right. Speaking of disappointing. The Rizzuto Show. Trafficking weather. We'll talk to Chris Gerber about your St. Louis Blues next. Ooh. Hey, y'all. I'm Kix Brooks.
6: I'm Ronnie Dunn. And we're wishing you a happy birthday,
0: Riz. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to the Riz Show presented by the Fast Lane. Billy Bill John is here. Hey, everybody. How you doing? King Scott's over there. Hi. On the phone. Oh, and Moon's over here. Uh, hey, I NMG, see him over I'm there. there. Thank you. I'm right
5: here. <laughs> hey, word. i right next to you.
0: <laughs> to my left, Moon. And on the phone, Chris Kerber. Are
4: you ready for Chris
0: Woo. Kerber, the radio voice of your St. Louis Blues? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Kerber. Uh, good morning, Chris.
3: Morning, fellas. Hey, uh, on on the plane last night, coming home from Philadelphia, I was texting with our good buddy Ian back. Turns out he's about to do a uh, uh, a small tour and uh, uh, work with Bert Kreischer for about five shows. So, uh, how cool is that?
0: Oh cool. yeah, that's. I uh, Ian was on uh, Bert's uh, podcast uh, not too long ago. In fact, brought up Jeff Burton and uh, right at the beginning of the, pro- of the podcast, and uh, that was the first time that Bert had heard that Jeff passed away, and uh-huh. you know was was blown away. Yeah, I love Ian Bag and I love Burke Kreischer. That's huge. Are you talking about a St. Louis date at some point?
3: No, I, I, he, he didn't say that. For some crazy reason, uh, there's been issues with getting him in with with some of the the, the clubs here, and I don't fully understand. But I, I got to get back with Ian and ask that one. But uh, he's he's been doing like he's got a new social media person, so there, there's been a lot more clips of his stuff out there on social media. So. I went down. I went down a rabbit hole the other day and just started laughing. So sent them a note and glad he's doing well. Well, we are
0: big uh, Ian Bag fans here on this radio program. That's that's a funny dude and Burt Kreischer as well.
5: In St. Louis, yeah. we we like to refer to him as Ian Big Ian Bag. Ian Bieg. <laughs> Ian <laughs> Bag. <It's> Ian Bag.
3: <laughs> uh, Chris, uh, yeah. you're home. Uh, we are home. Uh, walked through the door about one in the morning last night. All right, one in the morning,
0: huh? Uh, Was it a, a not a happy plane ride, huh?
3: Guys, it it kind of is what it is. It's a trade deadline time, and the trade deadline is March 3rd. The Blues will be in between games. They will have played in San Jose, the off day in L.A. on the 3rd. Uh, I believe it's, what, 3 o'clock Eastern time, so it'll be, what, about noon uh, or, uh, uh, you know, out on the West Coast where the trade deadline is. And it's a difficult time when teams are struggling, when you've seen – Guys like Ryan O'Reilly traded and he's still a hell of a hockey player as he proved with a hat trick in the four point game last night for Toronto against Buffalo and the (laughs) other guys around the league playing and, and, and have impactful, it's a hard time for those guys that are wondering how did we get here just three short years after winning a championship? And I think there's a lot of questions that surround that. But having said that, I mean, players understand the reality of the situation. So, I think a cloud's going to hang over the team a little bit until you get to the trade deadline because well, well, there's still too many unknowns.
0: Well, well, Chris, I read something pretty uh, optimistic uh, as this morning about you know Doug Armstrong, who's the GM of the Blues, that he's collecting first-round draft picks, and who's to say that he is not going to trade those picks for a superstar? Like, how do we get? How do we get? Uh, how do we get Braden
3: Shen? Right. Well, it, listen, the, the Braden Shen one is a spectacular example on two ways, two fronts. One, the Blues made some trades. Uh, as I believe they, the, the first round pick that they, that they got when they traded Kevin Shattenkirk to Washington is one of the picks that they used in, in the Braden Shen trade. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now, so the, the thing of it is, is when you draft a first round pick, okay, uh, it takes a while. Unless the guys, you know, very rarely, you get you get one of those top two or three picks, but even a guy like Leon Draisaitl, uh, a, a top three pick, you know, and, and it took three, four years for him to really become that impactful player in the NHL. Go look at Nathan McKinnon, all right? First overall pick, and and, and look at his first three or four years. Robbie Fabry's number, Robbie, or I'm not Robbie Fabry, I apologize. Jordan Kyrou had more points in his first 200 games than Nathan McKinnon. And Jordan Cairo was a second round pick. Nathan McKinnon was the first overall pick. Mm-hmm. And and yes, that that's turned out well. But if you have the, the capital to turn a, a first round pick into a bona fide player, like the Blues did with Braden Shen, well that just advances your your organization. And and that is a that's been a staple of Doug Armstrong since he got to the St. Louis Blues. Now, the flip side of that, let's say you're the Philadelphia Flyers, who are just one point ahead of the Blues. Looking like they're going to miss the playoffs yet again. Not a very exciting team. Not a whole lot of hype around that team right now. And what did they do? Well, they got the two first-round draft picks from the St. Louis Blues in that Braden Shen trade. One hasn't turned out at all. One's turned into a decent player, but not franchise-changing at this point. Mm-hmm. And that's that's six years later. So it's, uh, it's a bit of a crapshoot, and you've just got to be smart about it. And what Doug Armstrong proved here, guys, when he made that trade of Vladimir Tarasenko to the New York Rangers, the New York Rangers reported one of the teams that Patrick Kane would go to. Doug Armstrong found a deal he liked. He made that trade, and that may have scuttled the deal that Chicago could make with Kane. Right. Then you look at Toronto, and they did the same thing with Ryan O'Reilly. I mean, Doug Armstrong has been very masterful, as painful as it's been to have to watch. He's been pretty masterful in getting some real good assets for these players. You know,
0: after uh, O'Reilly was traded up to Toronto, uh, you know, some of the talk was, well, you know, at the end of the season, you know, he is still a free agent and he may come back to St. Louis. And I think uh, up there in Toronto, they're like, no, nah, we'll probably re-sign him.
3: Well, I don't think Toronto can. Now, here's the thing: Toronto would have to because if if the cap stays flat at just going up by one million, I don't see how Toronto would would be able to afford Ryan O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. So now. There is always a chance that the Blues could resign him. He'll be an unrestricted free agent. Before Doug Armstrong, when the Blues had general manager Larry Plo, they traded Keith Kachuk, they resigned him. They traded Doug Waite, they resigned him. Uh, so there is precedent that the, the, you know, precedence that this happens. Now, that that having said that, can can Toronto move a player? Can they move one or two players? Can they find ways to do it? Because they think Ryan O'Reilly is a fit that advances them. Absolutely, and the the one thing that's it's never a guarantee because a player may go to another place, fall in love with it, fall in love with the travel, some of the amenities that maybe one team has over another, certain aspects of it. Man, this I didn't think living here would be that great, but I love it. That kind of stuff, mm-hmm. it can happen. So nothing's a guarantee, but yeah, I, I mean, if he does hit the UFA market, I gotta think that the Blues and, and O'Reilly would circle back, but. You just have to wait and see if that happens. Was he surprised that he was uh, he was moved? No. No, I no, not at all. I, You know, what happens is his agents had come into town. Uh, they, they start to have some conversations. Now, I don't have the details on how those conversations went, but I'm sure they circled, hey, what are you thinking? What's your number? I'm sure an agent looks at the player and, and, and says, okay, how low are you willing to go here? They have the conversation. This is one of those cases where a couple conversations could have happened. One is, look, we're not going to make the playoffs. I can get some real good assets for you that's going to help me three, four, five years down the road here. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and move you. Now, he didn't have a a no-trade clause. So, you know, it was really up to Doug Armstrong there. But Doug's quite respectful of players like that. The other conversation is how close are we to an extension? And then you've got to sit there and say, okay, look, I may sign you but we may have to wait and sign you as a UFA because I can still get something for you. Right. You know, and so you decide not to sign them now. Uh, Those, those are different options, but no, I I think though the Tarasenko trade didn't bother guys very much because Vladdy had asked to want to be out. Right. Yeah. The Ryan O'Reilly one was really, I think the, the reality of man, this season went, a different way than we wanted it to go. And guys, I think we're really bummed about that.
0: Well, Will the Blues name another captain this season, or is it all going to be A's for the rest of the season?
3: No, it, it'll just be A's. Uh, Robert Thomas will wear an A on on home ice. Justin Falk is slated to wear the uh, assistant captain A on the road. And I no, they, they won't name a captain this year. Because I think, you know, just one of those things, and Doug Armstrong t- touched on it, you got to wait until you see what the capital that you've been able to get, what those first rounds, what those third-round picks, what, what how teams value other potential players you may have. You have to wait and see how that plays out come the draft, what's available for, via free agency. And as you said, by the time you hit the beginning of August, you get a real good sense of what your team is going to be. Mm-hmm. And whether O'Reilly comes back or not could play a role in that. Uh, who would be the next guy, whether he does or not? Would it be a Braden Shen? that becomes a captain, even if Ryan re-signed or if uh, he didn't, you know, th- there's all those different scenarios that have to play out. So there's no need to, I think, put a, uh, a C on anybody right now. I think it's just great to be patient.
0: Well, the next couple of weeks, if you're an NHL fan are going to be pretty exciting with the trade deadline. The whole up. thing
5: just seems like very exciting. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, uh, obviously the, on the ice stuff is, is a bummer, but man, what, what, have-
3: Well, real, real, real quick here. Like, and there was some Pierre LeBron put it out, uh, uh, and uh, I think it was on Daily Faceoff, too, uh, that, that Frank Valley that, that put it out. And Frank Valley was a guy that leaked every single one of the Seattle picks ahead of time. So he's got somebody in the league office talking to him or someone talking to him. But Timo Meyer is a 26-year-old yeah. forward for the San Shorts. Jose Sharks. It's a hell of a player. He's got 31 goals in, what, 54, 55 games. Now, we're about to see San Jose on March 2nd. Um, there's a lot of teams after him. Carolina, New Jersey are rumored right now to be, you know, one of the top teams. But again, the Blues picked up two first round picks in the trades of O'Reilly and Terrace. Yeah, that'd be a big That's that'd a, be a big get for us. Timo Meyer. Well, it'd be a big get. Now he's a restricted free agent, so you'd have to put a ten million dollar contract offer in front of him just to qualify him. But then you could re-sign him and extend him at, at, at really any value. How you figure that out? His agent is Claude Lemieux, the former, you know, NHL player. I don't believe the San Jose Sharks have given his agent a chance to try to negotiate an extension with somebody. That's where the value in a player like that comes in. You can give more to the San Jose Sharks if you know that you're going to be able to extend the player. So there's a lot of chess going on right now in terms of that scenario, but those are scenarios that the blues can be in now because they've got those extra yeah. picks that a couple of weeks ago, they could not have had a chance to be in on. Cool. Well,
0: we will see in the next couple weeks. So, it's t- tomorrow. Uh, Vancouver's in town, so that's the next game. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, and hopefully we'll, we'll break that three-game losing
3: streak tomorrow. Yeah, let's see what happens. Get out there on home ice, uh, and it'll be good. Marco Scandella got back, played a 700th game, and, you know, I think the team will be happy to, to, to hit home ice and get the cheers of their own crowd.
0: All right, well, have a good call tomorrow, Chris. Cheers, fellas. Have uh, an awesome week. There he is, the here. man, the legend, Chris uh-huh. Herbert. All right, uh, let's take a break. We'll come back, and uh, we're going to give away some stuff. So after the break, we're going to play Steakhouse or Gay Bar. So Belleville John is going to read you the name of a business, and you're going to tell John if the business is a steakhouse or a gay bar. Simple as that. Two out of three right. You win your choice of tickets.
1: So, I have to, do I have to read it in a specific voice?
0: Nope, Just nope. The voice straight, I have. Straight read. Well, straight read. Straight. Straight <laughs> read. <laughs> okay. Steakhouse or Gay Bar. If you want to play 314 624 3833 or 618 398 3833, we'll play next. The pseudo show, traffic and weather. It is nine o'clock. It's nine o'clock already. How about that?
6: That's crazy.
5: I don't know how you did that.
0: Stop my fingers.
5: That was wild. You're a magician
0: man. Yeah, dude. i is. I'm gonna put that compliment in my pocket. Yeah, you sure. Yo, it's Joey
3: Coco Diaz, and you're listening to the Rizzuto show on 105.7 the point. And hey, happy birthday. All
0: right, welcome back to the Rizz Show presented by the Fast Lane. Yeah, so I'm saying Fast Lane. Somebody said, well, Why don't you say Fast Lane? Because that's not right. Right, Moon, in the spirit of it, I'm not right. going to no. bring myself down to that level, calling them the fast lame.
5: Not not in this context. No. This is a punishment that we are delivering with pure integrity. And grace. <laughs> and grace.
0: <laughs> and grace. Good thing you brought me into it. Yep. yep. Belleville Johns here. Hey. And uh, let's give away some stuff.
3: The Rosudo Show.
0: Here, have some free sh- Today's contest is sponsored by
5: TR Hughes, half acre new home sites in Winsville and five acre new home sites in St. Charles. Visit trhughes.com.
0: Uh, we are playing Steakhouse or Gay Bar. <laughs> so, John is going to read you the name of a business, and you have to tell us if the establishment is a steakhouse or a gay bar. Simple as that. Uh, John has done some uh, deep research here. <laughs> okay, uh, here we go. <laughs> so, uh, two out of three, right? You win your choice of tickets. Uh, let's go to the phones, 314-862. I'm sorry, 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. I was gonna give Kevin Button his phone number out of it. uh, It's the weirdest thing for getting the phone number for this. It, yeah. You could call him. I don't know if he's got cocaine bear tickets,
3: but
5: <laughs> you could
0: ask him. Uh Eric St. Peters, good morning.
5: Good morning, sir.
0: All right, Eric, steakhouse or gay bar. Our place in Birmingham, Alabama.
2: Let's see. Let's go
0: Steakhouse. Steakhouse. No. That is a gay bar. Alabama, sir.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Next. Round the bend
1: in Ashland, Nebraska.
3: Round the bend. Well, it sounds like a gay bar, but I will go Steakhouse. Yes.
6: Yes, yes. Uh, nice. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well,
5: round the bend.
0: I mean, yeah. Sometimes you, gotta, you off there. got
5: to go against the... Uh, Go the, against the gut. The instincts, yeah. yeah. Right, one
0: <laughs> final right. one. One final one, Eric. Willie Bees
1: in Brandon, Mississippi. Willie Bees. Well,
0: gotta be a steakhouse. Yes, it is. <laughs> winner. Hang on. Uh, Neil in St. Louis. Good morning, Neil. Good morning. How you guys doing? So far, so good. Fantastic. Here we go. Steakhouse or gay bar? Roundup in Dallas, Texas. Uh, let's go. Steakhouse. Steakhouse. No. <laughs> That is a gay
2: bar.
1: Next. Silverado in Portland, Oregon.
0: Mm, Steakhouse. Show me steakhouse. Oh, gay bar. (laughs) Uh, Carlos in Columbia, Illinois. Good morning, Carlos. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Carlos. Here we go. Clear Sky Lodge
1: in Clear, Alaska. Uh... So steakhouse.
0: Yes. Steakhouse. Next. Bacchus
1: in Honolulu, Hawaii. Honolulu, Hawaii. Gay
0: uh, Bar? Bacchus. Show me Gay Bar. Yes. Yeah. Winner. Uh, Chad in Lake St. Louis. Good morning, Chad.
5: Good morning, Rose. How are you doing, guys?
0: All right,
1: Good. Chad. Here we go. Doogies in Manchester, New Hampshire. Doogies. Doogies.
5: Can you say that one more time?
1: Doogies, like Doogie Hauser, MD, in Manchester, New Hampshire.
3: Mm. Let's go with uh, Gay Bar. Yes,
1: Gay Bar. Next, Excalibur in Regent, North Dakota.
3: Uh, steakhouse. Yep. Yeah. Winner. Uh-huh.
0: All right, Jacob in St. Louis. Good morning, Jacob.
3: Good morning, guys.
0: All
1: right, here we go. Cattleman's Club in Pierre, South Dakota. Cattleman's Club. Gave No. The <laughs> Three off by <laughs> emphasizing no. the man there. Sorry. Next. All right, next one. Pat O's. Hold on, let me, that's one whole phrase. Hold on. Pat O's Bunkhouse Saloon in Phoenix, Arizona.
0: Gay bar. Yes. On the board. Final business. Here we go. The back room in Apopka,
1: Florida. The back room.
2: Uh,
3: steakhouse.
2: Yeah. Oh, yes. nice. Hang on.
0: Whew, man. Donovan. Gerald. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Donovan. Love Gerald, Missouri. Here we go. Nice. All right. Woody's KC
1: in Kansas City, Missouri. That is a a steakhouse. T bar, T bar, bar. bar. T yeah. bar. Next, Bourbon and Bones in Scottsdale, Arizona. That's a steakhouse. Yes, it is.
5: <laughs> Sounds like Can it's ben.
0: been. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, final one for Donovan. Club A in New York, New York. Clay. That's a steakhouse. Uh, Sorry, so. Donovan. What did you uh, think the ace there for, Donovan? Come on. Man, he was so confident. Yeah.
5: So, so confident.
0: Mm. I feel bad. All right, one final contestant, Travis in St. Louis. Good morning, Travis. Good morning. All right, Travis. Final contestant in steakhouse or gay bar? All right. Sweetwater's in Westfield, New Jersey. Uh, steakhouse.
1: Yes. Okay. The Boiler Room in New York, New York.
0: Steakhouse. Oh. Oh. Oh, Oh. You still got a chance. Travis (laughs) comes down to this final (laughs) business. Travis. Uh, I got this. You got this.
1: Buckley's in Merrimack, New Hampshire. Buckley's. Buckley's.
0: Buckley's. Steakhouse. Just like that, a winner. So
5: close. Yeah. Woo,
0: man. Got, got my heart going there. <laughs> the Brasciutto Show. Traffic and weather. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Got some news for you. Hey, and I'll, I'll kind of lead into it with this. You know they were doing that four-day workweek experiment out there in, uh, in the U.K.? Yeah. We got the results. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The had results are in? Had to go. By the way, I'll while you know were doing that, actually. I
5: was looking up the menu of some of those steakhouses. Man, we got some good food out there, I'll tell you what.
0: Gay bars have better food. Yeah, I oh, want you to yeah? look up the menus of some of those gay bars. Woody's KC. Well, I told you, the the, really the
5: the best chips and salsa I've ever had was a gay bar across the street from a steakhouse in Chicago. Oh, yeah, huh. It's not there anymore, though. No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hi, St. Louis. This is Tom Cruise. Thanks for listening.
0: Can you believe we got him? That was a big get. Tom Cruise. Yeah. You know he has a middle tooth, right? Yeah, yeah. I saw. It's impossible that. to unsee once you see it. You ever see that picture, Moon? Oh yeah. Yeah. Weirds me out. Like if, if you put, a, you know, you it's straight a line down in the middle of his face. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a middle
5: Cent- central tooth. Right. What's the, what's the front
0: teeth called? Is that an incisor? Incisors? Sure, I don't know. Uh, and a dentist. Yeah. All right, it's a ratio Show presented by the Fast Lane. Let's do some news. Oh,
3: yeah. We're going to do some news. So,
0: the push to make a four-day work week, the standard, has really picked up steam over the past couple of years. Although, I'd be picking up more steam if they worked five days a week instead of just four. Anyway. (laughs) The world's biggest four-day workweek pilot program is wrapped up, and it took place over six months out there in the U.K., but it involved researchers from around the globe, including Boston College and the University of Cambridge. 61 companies participated with nearly 3,000 employees. Dang. And the companies could choose how they'd structure it. Like giving an extra day off per week or reducing their working days in a year to average out 32 hours per week. So it wasn't even 40 hours crammed into four days. Oh, okay. So it wasn't 10 hours a day. Huh. They just, they
5: they, just the took a could, day off.
0: Right. The yeah. companies could choose how they how they structured. Okay.
5: Oh, the companies could, not the employees.
0: No, the companies chose how okay. they structured. And uh, the only requirement was that they could not cut salaries ...or benefits. The workers would get 100% of their pay... ...and in exchange they would deliver 100% of the usual work. And in the end, it was a resounding success. Resounding success. For employees and employers. And it wasn't just about working less hours for the same money. 15% of the employees who participated said no amount of money... ...could convince them to go back to working five days a week. Workers reported a lot of benefits... Including better sleep, better stress levels, better personal lives, and better mental health. <laughs> they spent more time with their kids, families, household duties, friends. The companies reported that their revenue stayed broadly the same. Wow. Broadly the same during that whole six-hour to uh, six-month trial, but went up 35% on average when compared with the similar period from previous years. Wow. They also dealt with less turnover. Yeah, fewer sick days, less burnout, and we're happy with the employees' performance. Of the sixty-one companies, fifty-six or ninety-two percent of them said they we're going to continue this. We're going to keep doing this.
5: Right. So the theories of having a happier workforce will produce more and better work. Right.
1: I mean, I I worked at a place that was talking about doing this uh, when I was on the railroad, and it was going to be four tens, and. The dumbest argument I've ever heard against it, and it worked because they decided not to do it, was... I don't want to spend more time with my family. Oh, my God. There were, that's <laughs> what literally the guys were saying. And they were trying to like justify, like, I don't want to spend more time with my family because that sad. means I'm going to be spending more money. I'm going to be home with my kids. I'm going to have to go shopping. I'm going to have to them to Disney World. It, sad. It was sad. It was a very sad argument. Uh, if you I, cut
5: down the hours, too, how are you supposed to get the whole song, like all the verses of I've been working, I've been working, on, working on the railroad? railroad.
1: Yeah. All the live long day. Well, let's see. <laughs> all the live long. Four days. Yeah, four days. Uh <laughs> It was a dumb argument, and it, it worked regardless. Um, when I've worked office jobs, too, I got all my work done by Tuesday.
5: Dude, it's like, the office-based thing. Yeah. It's, it's, you you him, just go
1: in there, and I'm a precrastinator, so I'll get all of my work done so that I can goof off. Yeah. yeah. I would be done by Tuesday and then just be watching YouTube and Netflix the rest of the time, and I'd be done. You're just getting paid so to sit around. Pro-
0: so so employee, employers <laughs> love it because the employees were more productive. Yeah.
5: Isn't that supposed to be the bottom line? Isn't your bottom line supposed to be the actual bottom line, like the productivity productivity and efficiency of everything?
1: I would think. Well, I don't know. I, I might be a little bit against it just being in
0: radio, though. No, we'd get four days, too, right? Would we,
1: though? Because would, yeah. would every company
0: go Monday through uh, Thursday? No. Or would every company go days, Tuesday God, through Friday? Damn it. <laughs> yeah. And then, what are those days? And if I'm going to be miserable, then you're going to be miserable too. So, everybody's working five days a week.
5: <laughs> Yo, even if we had to do five days a week, nothing changed, which I'm sure is what would happen. But the rest of the planet would do it. I would still be so for it because we'd have fewer burned out people.
2: Yeah,
0: fewer, fewer angry, angry
5: people. people. Yeah. Like, I mean, th- if this is going to benefit anybody, it's going to benefit everybody. Would else.
0: you want the Monday off or the Friday off?
5: Personally, I would want the Friday off. Uh, Cause I don't mind Mondays. I, on Monday, I'm like I'm pretty ready to go. I like what I do, so I'm I'm pretty well charged by by Monday from from sleeping somewhat normal hours on the weekend. So Mondays never bothered me. Friday, I I'm want the Monday tired, bro. Well, not me, not me.
1: You. Well I don't. I eventually would it make that much of a difference which one you have off? Like you, I guess you have. I a feel
0: sh- like there's better TV programming on Sunday night than I'm missing. <laughs> that's
1: actually true, yeah. Than yeah. I'm oh, missing. Missing football. That's a good point. And, yeah, missing yeah. like I'm turning off a lot HBO of football games. Is a lot of good stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's
5: for television. No, for you. Television. Oh, yeah. is there easy. a better reason? Well, yeah, it's easier to like do things with the kids on Fridays. Oh yeah, those guys. Like, adventure stuff. Yeah. Fridays are more. Uh, you know. But I
0: feel like for us, Fridays. You know, we're out of here. Yeah. Usually, we, we usually try to get out of here early on Fridays. Like- and it's
5: not like we get our normal hol- holidays anyway, but when are national holidays? They're Mondays. So chances are you're going to have some Mondays off anyway. Take the Friday. Take the Friday. There's no national ho- know holidays think- on a Friday. I mean, that I can think of. I'm thinking for TV
0: purposes, so I want the Mondays.
5: That's <laughs> a reasonable argument. Yes, How, about just not bad.
0: How about we Tom Cruise
1: it and have the middle day off, like right in the, mi- right like in we the middle. in the of, of his day. mouth. Yeah, right. Like just like the <laughs> teeth in the
0: middle of his mouth. you did
1: Monday and Tuesday, and then you do Thursday and Friday, and then have the weekend. So you feel t- like you're never working.
0: British or Night of the Blues game was on a Tuesday, right? Was that a Tuesday? I think so. Yeah.
6: Yeah, and we took the Wednesday off. I kind of liked it. It you wasn't did? bad. I did like the Wednesday yeah. off, but I'd rather have the the opportunity to do vacations a lot more. Yeah, where you to go camping somewhere for three mm-hmm. days and get away. And
5: yeah, yeah, three day weekends. I would I would see as yeah. being better long term.
1: I just think the middle time would be better for productivity because if Thursday became the new Friday, nobody does anything on Friday.
2: Yeah, everything gets put
1: off, and then you don't do anything on Monday because you're catching up from all the stuff you didn't do last week. So then Tuesdays, like the day work gets done.
6: So we'll just come in on Tuesdays. That's it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, let's well, just make a one day a week. Right? Yeah. yeah.
1: What
6: the heck, guys? So again, one opportunity on this planet. Let's do it.
0: Of the sixty-one companies, ninety two percent say they we're gonna they were gonna continue the four day work week, even though the trial's over, and eighteen of them said they've already made the four day shift permanent. That leaves five companies. Two of them are gonna continue experimenting, and only three or five percent say, nah, we're gonna we're gonna go back to the five days.
5: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh I cannot see this happening here. It wouldn't.
5: I just think there's too many bosses that think like, oh, no, if my people aren't here, they're not working. Idle
0: time is the devil's play thing. Well, yeah, because how many people made
1: people go back to the office, despite the fact that we had studies showing working at home was actually more productive than working in an office. There is actually less distraction sometimes at home. So, yeah,
0: they're they're never going to go for it. Change is hard.
5: Change is hard. Uh, Home mean
2: Depot.
0: Home Depot says it's going to spend a billion dollars to raise wages for their hourly employees. So the company didn't didn't disclose the new wage, but said every market starting wage is fifteen bucks. So I guess that's going to go up. Walmart also announced it's going to raise minimum wage to fourteen dollars an hour for store employees, and will have an average starting al- hourly wage of seventeen fifty. Uh, experts say these and other companies are raising wages to compete in a labor market that is still tight. That's good news. I mean, it's it's a problem. There's remember, everything used to be open
5: 24 hours.
1: Yeah, like before the pandemic, like every McDonald's, every Walmart, every Target was 24 hours, and now nothing is. That was shutting, they just don't.
5: That oh, was shutting down way before the pandemic. Then. Was it? Oh yeah, we used to have like all, every McDonald's in the area was 24 hours until about mm, 2009, 10. People were like, wait a second,
0: the, you know what? Well, there weren't enough employees. Yeah, we can't do that. That's this. when I. That's
1: when I left St. Louis.
5: Uh, that's when it started. They're
1: probably
0: like, "There's nobody coming through anymore." We've, uh, you know, we've done whatever late that night fat gigs. guy that used to be here at three a.m. We've done late night gigs, like getting off at like you know nine thirty, ten o'clock, and I I just want to grab something on the way home. Good luck.
6: Nothing's open. It's yeah. White Castle. Well, they're probably not even open that late anymore. Oh, I think they still are. Okay. Yeah, the White Castle
0: on, on Manchester
6: is is open. God bless White Castle. Thank you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Bless you, man.
5: Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, bless you, too. Uh, (laughs) Uh, I know Jack in the Box used to do a late night stuff. I
6: don't have a a Jack in the Box by me. The one by me closed, which is a bummer. That was there forever. So
0: if you took an original first-generation iPhone into Verizon for a trade-in, they might give you, what, 63 cents? But that's for a used one. A woman named Karen Green had an original iPhone from 2007, which was still factory-sealed. Back then, 16 years ago, she had just scored a new management job at PetSmart. And to celebrate, her friends bought her an iPhone. But Karen never ended up opening it. She already had a phone that she liked, and she had a contract with Verizon. At that time, remember, iPhones were 18T? only 18T. Yeah. But since it was a gift, she just kept it. A while back, she heard that a first-generation iPhone sold for thousands on eBay. She had an appraise in 2019 for 5,000 bucks. And now she finally decided, I'm going to unload this thing. First generation iPhone, factory sealed in box. It sold at auction on Sunday for, any guesses?
5: Man, I don't know.
0: Uh, $50,000. $63,356.40. <laughs> yeah. That whom? is
5: awesome. I, to whom? Somebody thinks they can give it to a museum in 50 years? Like, Well, well, well it's cheaper
6: I, than the new one, I guess. So.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't get stuff like that. I I get, like, collecting memorabilia, like, sports stuff, because it reminds you of, like, oh, man, that, you know, David free if you, like, could buy his helmet that he spiked when he hit the home run mm-hmm. in 2011, oh, my God, i paid $63,000 for that. For a, a phone you can't even possibly use anymore. That's a for What's the point to remind you when phones weren't as good as they are now
6: and... Have you ever seen $63,000 fall in a toilet? That's pretty cool. <laughs>
5: man, I yeah. guess you buy this Did and keep fall out of in your the, you keep yeah. it in the box. Huh? Man, Freeze yeah. offered me his bat right after that. Not that bat, but one of his bats. And that big I red take one? It. I should have taken what? it. What is, Maybe what I'll call there? him. And like, hey, can, can I, I See I if he that has that now? big red one. Is that bat offer
0: still on the table? <laughs> is that, <Yeah.
5: laughs> Remember that silly bat offer? <laughs> I'll take it.
0: So she sold the first-generation iPhone in the box, factory-sealed, over sixty-three grand. Her friends probably paid five nine to nine for it back in 'o seven. That's awesome.
1: You know what you're buying? You're buying the idea of it being 2007 again. <laughs> like yeah, I, oh, I remember so. before yeah. the great recession and the pandemic and everything. We had like
0: 59 cable channels and no streaming. It was amazing. And uh, and finally, in your news, uh, last year 2022. How did uh, how did U.S. casinos do? They do good or they do bad?
5: 22. 22. Probably. It's a little bit of a slowdown with the, the market and the frivolous spending, I wonder.
1: Uh, well, it had to be a bounce back from 21 and 20, right? Like, is, is it how they did in comparison to the years before? Because i would going
0: to say they did better.
6: Well, uh, if the, uh, the lotteries are indication, remember last year they right. had all these records yeah, and lottery yeah. stuff. Let's so assume they crushed. So. I'll say yes, they crushed.
0: Casinos in the U.S. had their best year ever in Holy 2022, ever. Tucks. They brought in $60 billion, casinos in person gambling made up eighty percent of casino earnings
6: how much did they lose though from all the people winning yeah that's the question all, all well this estimate does not
0: include this does, so 60 billion it doesn't include tribal casinos since their revenue is reported separately but experts say tack on another 40 billion for that holy smokes
1: that actually I wonder if uh apps if that's included in like a uh, like MGM. Oh. yeah because like oh. that would be that would account for a lot I'm not
0: if I'm betting on a game, I'm not going to a casino. Eighty percent in-person gambling. Yeah. Okay. Eighty uh, percent of that. Eighty percent of that. Sixty billion dang. is in-person gambling. That you said. If you're if you're sitting at the sports book, then.
1: Uh, I can't do in-person gambling. Always it always immediately makes me feel poor. Like immediately, no matter how much you put down on blackjack or whatever. Like, oh wow, twenty bucks, big spender. Like, no, I'm not. Stop, please. I know. It just always makes me feel bad. I don't know. I like the thrill. The, yeah, I like the thrill. Of it. I hate. I just hate losing. It's not even the money. Like, I don't even. It would, I mean, uh, that I'm loaded or anything. I can afford to lose, but it's not even that. I hate losing the money. I just hate if
0: it was twenty cents. I'd be like, oh, well. I remember when I first moved here. Uh, remember they had the limit? You can only lose a certain amount in an hour. Yeah. Really? really? Yeah. That's cool. Maybe and not. That went away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so did a lot of people's houses.
1: Hey, they one, had right? their
6: best year ever last yeah. year, so it worked, getting yeah. rid of that thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, forget, I forget what it was, how much you could lose in an hour, and they go, you're cut off.
6: Yeah, I did not know that.
0: Yeah. Because I remember we went to the casino with my brother-in-law came to town. He's a, he's quite a gambler. And he was all bummed out because he they cut him they off. They wouldn't let him lose more yeah. money? Man, <laughs> oh, I came wow. here to lose. I need to see a manager. I came here to lose yeah. everything. Yeah. Uh.
6: Yeah. So that's good news for the. Because then the money go to the schools that they have to pay a ton to.
0: Oh, that's a lotto.
6: Yeah. Oh, the lotto. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay.
0: That's a lotto. Darn. All right, that is your news. We'll take one final break. We'll come back and wrap her up. The
3: Rizzuto Show. <laughs> All
0: right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. Uh, Belville John. Hey, we just gave you that nickname today. I've-
2: because no, you're, you're from Belleville. Yeah.
0: And your name is John.
1: Yeah. That, it's amazing that you came up with that. It's crazy. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure to be on the show with you guys. It's honestly, a dream come true. Grew up listening to The Point uh, and was always just ancillary. When yeah. I worked in radio uh, around you, it was never cool enough to get on.
0: Well, you are a radio pro, and we're swamping, uh, you know, Chet stories during the during yeah. The race, so. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. Great guy. Back to Boston with you. <laughs> Get the, the hell out. Thing. Get there. Yeah. <laughs> Scott's going to drive you to the to the line, to the state line, and yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Well, thank you. John. I don't have it. much gas. No. Thank you. you. Uh, the Pappy's Recappy.
5: brought to you by uh, Pappy's Smokehouse, celebrating 15 years locally owned, world famous, two locations, including Highway 70 and Mid Rivers Mall Drive in St. Peters. Everything that we covered on the show today: crap on celebrity sports. We talked to Chris Kerber. We had Belleville John and uh, learned all about his uh, his history and everything he's been up to. Riz news. By the way, check out the blog to find out exactly what soda you need to be drinking to have <laughs> higher testosterone levels and bigger berries.
0: Giant ball.
5: That's right. We have that nice. and so much more. Also, a guy uh, did, did the naughty with a seagull. Apparently that happens in uh, in northwest England or northeast England. It's not a
0: common thing, so don't, oh, I thought... <laughs> don't get it twisted. Oh,
5: no? Okay. And a man uh, took a quick nap with some contact lenses on, and, oh, boy, wait till you see what he woke up with. A flesh-eating parasite. Get all the information on the blog, 1057 thepointcom slash Riz. The podcast title is, Do You Remember Richard Boone? <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, gentlemen,
6: anything else? Richard. That's it. Uh, yeah,
5: yeah. That's it, man. Right. Oh, we got a new uh, Soccer 101 podcast with Michelle Smallman and myself. Uh, that's coming out later today or tomorrow morning. So make sure you subscribe to that. iTunes, uh, you know, wherever else. No, not iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, yes. Uh
0: Liv joins us tomorrow for the Craigslist Freak of the Week. Three brand new ads for you. All right, we leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day, brought to you by Hot Shots. Proud sponsor, Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. From Edwardsville, Matthew Grabowski is our Team Riz Hi, member. The Rizzuto Show podcast. Powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.